You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today in the Cooligans, in the first segment, we talk about the Kai Kamara True Sox debacle. What a scandal. It's ripping through all the MLS media stories. It's quite intense. Also, Mike Petke goes on a tirade, on a very polite tirade. <laughs> also, we find out if $4 billion is worth uh, for the MLS and Don Carver to go for promotion and relegation. In the second segment, we talk to Julian Gressel. He moved all the way here from January. You can't tell listening to him. We talk a little bit about what it's like to be in Atlanta. We talk about Tata Martino. We talk about how weird all the haircuts are and why they're coming from someone on that team. <laughs> also, in the third segment, we get into some Gold Cup matches, some MLS matches. We try to figure out if Alexis cannot stand Clint Dempsey. Is, is it a is it jealousy? We try to sort all that out. Also, the billboard that was read round the world in Orlando. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about in today on the Cooligans. Hello, here's Julian Gressel. Um, Spiele von by Atlanta United, and uh, you heard the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Hola. Bienvenidos a Los Cooligans. Nosotros somos Los Cooligans. 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 It's a city. Uh, so it's the nickname my mom gave to Butts. That's right. I think you've mentioned this before uh-huh. on, the, on the podcast. And someone who I know from there says, well, you know, that makes sense. It's a woman. And she said, because the joke in Mexico is that all the women from there are smelly. Wow, this Which is how is, we're starting? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the music is still just starting to die out now. So we, we're allowed to talk about whatever we want <laughs> while the music is on. Uh, you know what? Well, I'll go on record that, uh, saying that I think Mexican women smell lovely. Yeah, well, I think they all smell. No, uh, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people of Mexico. Welcome uh, to the Cooligans, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. Uh, we are two stand-up comedians who host the soccer podcast. Can and- you tell? <laughs> <laughs> really? We didn't even... Uh, yeah, we... It got a, a, offensive uh, at, at warp speed this, this time. <laughs> oh, that's what we do. We bring it right into our world, folks. But let's not go slowly. Yeah, we want to make it clear that we are comedians before we are. Uh, we have any kind of morality. Yeah, no, or professionalism. <laughs> Why? Why? That's not what you come here for. Just like Tropic Sounder said, you don't come here for facts. That's not what we got. <laughs> if you're here for any kind of uh, you know d- dignity and respectful journalism, you need to shut this off right now. Yeah, oh my God! Either that or. Get prepared for a huge shift of direction. Uh, by the way, you didn't mention it, but uh, we are uh, the your favorite comedians who host a soccer podcast, and it also happens to be the gulliest soccer podcast. That is uh, correct. Uh, we I would we, even say it's the gulliest podcast. Yeah. Well, we we check uh, week to week. We checked. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's public record uh, on what's gully and what is not gully. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, we're on, we're in the top we're in the top <laughs> we're the, we're every time on the gully charts. <laughs> the gully charts are I mean the, the streak is just yeah. crazy. No one's going ever going to beat this streak. Yeah, and if you're looking for it, it's not on the internet. You got to go see this dude named Pookie at the <laughs> bodega. But trust me, he got a chart on what's gully. That's right. And every time we at the top, baby. That's right. And it's written in crayon. Yeah. Lucy cigarettes have lost <laughs> since we started. They used to be the gulliest. Yeah. Now it's us. That's right. Get used to it. Uh so welcome to the show. Tweet at us. If you don't know what a Lucy cigarette is, <laughs> do they even sell those anymore? They do sell them. Uh, I mean, they, who's they? Like at stores, you mean? They meaning not us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not smoke cigarettes. Neither I, do I. I've never. Uh, I, have I, you ever purchased a, a Lucy cigarette? I have not, but no. I have purchased heroin. 
Okay, uh, well then there you go. Why, <laughs> who needs the cigarette? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? But uh, smoking is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but free basic. Oh boy. <laughs> now we're talking about a nice leisurely activity. I uh, can't wait for your album to come out of wonderful, wonderful lyrics. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. We have a, a, a hot guest today. Oh, me? Yeah, no, no, not you, not oh. you. Uh, sadly, oh, you didn't say warm guest. I'm sorry, <laughs> you said hot. Uh, you know, best uh, as like the best cuddler. I mean, is that Come would on, be, I mean, you win that. I one. got all types of pockets you can slide <laughs> in on. Ask my wife, yeah, she knows. So uh, no, we have uh, Atlanta United's Julian Gressel. Oh, super excited. Uh, yeah, Julian Gressel is. Uh, I mean, he was drafted by Atlanta United, eight, the eighth pick uh, in the MLS Super Draft, and he is he's already getting a, a lot of. A buzz a lot of a lot of people saying he's probably going to be the rookie of the year uh he's he's doing great I, I think he has three goals and six assists kid is he's he's on fire right now he's a monster and you know he's he's one of those dudes that you didn't expect to have like jack harrison came in a lot of people were like waiting for him to go you know what i mean yeah what's he got let's see him. what's hey, he, he got he got picked first yeah he got picked first right eighth pick right six or eighth who so julian gressel eighth 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 pick right People kind of expected a lot from him. He had a, great, a standout uh, sort of career over at uh, Providence uh, for the Friars. And what's going to happen when he comes in the league? I didn't expect much because Atlanta United is just so stacked. Yeah. I'm like, well, this kid's never even going to get burned. You know what I mean? Just sit on the bench, buddy. Oh, my God. He's come in. He's been a monster. Yeah. And out of position. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how well he played if he played his own damn position. <laughs> but, you know, from... I didn't know much about him when I first started watching him play. I knew everything about him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but y- y- he doesn't look like a guy that's out of position. He's just like, he's just doing his thing. He's just like, you know what? Let, let Amidon do all the, go run around, do your thing. Go, be out, yeah, go, yeah. go blast it from, you know, 40 yards he's out. He's like, yeah, skinny dude, you do all the running. I'm going to be right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be body and fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Julian Gressel has been great this season. And we had a great conversation uh, with him. Uh, you'll hear that in the, in the next segment. Uh, but, a lot of lot of stuff uh, going on in uh in in soccer in in international soccer in in American soccer uh, uh just an exciting week overall and I think it, oh yeah we we should get to this because I think this was this happened on the day uh, last week when we released the podcast so we didn't get, we recorded on Tuesday so we didn't get a chance to talk about it but uh orlando uh orlando united were about to go play um you know they were welcoming Atlanta united to orlando play. city orlando city yes yeah, wow you just pulled in alexis uh, it happens <laughs> it rubs off you yeah. know, all, all that cuddling You're damn right all I that know. cuddling we do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we start the podcast most people don't know this there's only one microphone <laughs> so orlando city uh we're welcoming uh Atlanta united and the billboard the this billboard if you haven't heard about this you're the you're, billboard heard around the red round the world <laughs> you have not not uh, uh you know you're not you're not plugged in all right yeah. if you haven't heard about it but Atlanta United decided you to- ain't part of the Twitterati the soccer Twitterati <laughs> son they put out uh they put a billboard two blocks away uh from Orlando City Stadium and uh basically saying it's an it was just an a uh, uh, an Atlanta United billboard saying Orlando we we're here to conquer we came to conquer uh and that's i mean the 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 the, the massive levels of disrespect uh that- see i don't see it <laughs> first of all it seemed at first it seemed a bit like if the fans had done it, I'd be like, ooh. But the team doing it makes me feel like, oh, this is cute. You know what no, I mean? You know what? I, I, I say disrespect 
in in in, in the most jokingly in the way most possible. respectful way. <laughs> With all due respect, it was disrespectful. It was bad disrespectful. <laughs> Nothing but respect, but it was disrespectful. But I I I appreciated the disrespect. I think that was funny. I thought I even some people disagreed with you in that they felt that because it was the front office that did this, that it, it made it a little more fake and more manufactured. Yeah, I think that's you no. Know, actually, that's what I mean. Like, oh, okay, if it was okay. the fans, it'd be like, oh man, all right, they're really coming after them. But because it was the front office, I'm like, yeah, it's a little. It was cute, meaning like it's not really that you know sort of scarring to hear you know the front office be like, we're coming for you. Of course you are. You have plane tickets. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, you're gonna be in first class yeah. on the way there. Jesus, it's, um, are you might even charter it's that close? <laughs> like it's not that scary. You know what I mean? But like the fans. If you found spray paint that said, like, you know, whatever, Atlanta, you know, faction, we're coming, you know, or the resurgence, I believe, is their other one. We're coming. You'd be like, oh, shit, you know, here yeah. comes. Uh, but and for that one dude, it certainly happened. Uh, the dude who got punched in the face. You'll hear about that in a little bit. <laughs> but um, the uh, the fact that it went up to me, it's like, all right, we, this is I've always been saying, you know, at first I was kind of like, let's. Europeanize. I don't know if I might have made that word up. <laughs> may, let's make it more European. The league. Let's make it more South American. This is part of like I think the American the Americanization of the sport. Yeah, we're just doing it our our own way. I love that. I'm 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 all in on this. You know what I mean? I I do prefer the team names that we have now versus like the you know the San Jose Clash. I hated that mm-hmm. when you could put a the in front of. Uh, something it's not my favorite you know what i mean like okay. i prefer it to be like you know new york city football club versus the new york city football clubs because then be like we are the football club no we're not you know what i mean i like it that way so that to some degree i still like that because that's how it is all over the world you know what i mean but the fact that we're starting to really put on our, our own american footprint down and be like yo this is exactly what it's going to be like this is some wonderful like th- this level of trolling is exactly what i want to see i want to see people fucking with each other left and right yeah that's right and and it, it, it's a thing that i i think i don't know if if this was done in any other sports league in america um i think it would have come off a little bit i don't know just a little bit differently i think the with mls knowing that it's all single entity and it's all like they're all Working together, they're all you know, for lack of a better word, colluding. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. who was the eighth person in that meeting, Orlando City? <laughs> they're sort of colluding to to build the brand up, so yeah. it, it does feel a, a little bit manufactured. Well, now that you said that, also, I would like to welcome all of the hackers from Russia that are now listening <laughs> uh, to our podcast. We hope you understand English. <laughs> but it was a um, uh, yeah, it did. I, I could see sort of both sides of the argument, but. The there's there's no denying that it's it's fun it, it's very very fun and yeah then, for sure and then two days I think it la- it may have lasted just a day or two we so we initially heard about the the uh, b- billboard from uh, our previous guest uh, uh, Alicia Delgallo <laughs> Alicia Rose Delgallo yeah she, who is, she writes for the Orlando uh, Sentinel she, she did a quick video of herself driving around drive, I mean it, but it was just like I mean she might have well had like a, a burglar's mask on yeah, you know yeah, it was yeah. just in the night she's like I've heard about yeah. I heard about this give me back my son <laughs> she's just driving <laughs> around Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy is that you? <laughs> I'm trying to find my family <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it was just such a great 
like I had tweeted out was just like great, like on the on boots on the ground reporting yeah. from uh, Alicia Rose. Although we also, or maybe I just did for my personal account, we kind of called it a task because in the video she goes, "So it's nine p.m. and I was getting ready for bed." What? <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> and there was no one in the streets. I'm like, this is exactly what I keep saying about Orlando. It's a boring town. <laughs> Motherfucker's sleeping at nine. Come on, it did seem a little. Good I- shows don't even start at nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but it's still prime time. Yeah, you know, I mean, gotta... Game of Thrones. I think starts at ten. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but the, so, but th- this sort of took social media by storm to some degree, and even outside of uh, outside of the soccer Twitter, you know, like I, I enjoyed that. Even people that that are not interested in soccer were like, "Yo, damn, Atlanta coming in hot, right? <laughs> Yo, we got beef. <laughs> we got beef. We right got now? beef." <laughs> the one Orlando rapper was like, "Yo, I'm coming after Migos." And they're like, "No, don't do that because you have a shift tomorrow at Chipotle." And he's like, "Damn, son, you're right, <laughs> right? Oh, I got. I just I ch- just checked my Chipotle yeah. app and uh, yeah, I'm working. Tomorrow. Damn, I'm, I'm on guac tomorrow. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> uh, Who's that? Smiles or South Star? Remember them? I don't." Coming in and look at me, babe. It's like the one hit. Okay, I know. You song. know it. Yeah, know of course song. you did. That was Smiles and South Star, I think was the name of the group. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this it was it was interesting and, and definitely led, uh, and we talked to Julian about what, you know, his, uh, uh, you know, impression of, of what that what that was like. And, and we all have a differing opinion on it. And, and I like that it, it, it stirred a little bit of debate. And yeah. I don't think anybody thought, like, this is wrong and it shouldn't be done. I just thought no, yeah. people just just responded to it differently. I obviously the uh, the the supporters group of the Orlando City, I think Lions or whatever the, the yeah. supporters group, uh, they had their, their own feelings about it because the, what is it, the Lion Firm, the, yeah. the Iron Line Firm, Iron Line Firm, uh, yes, ILF, and they uh, they left a little note on the billboard. Yeah, just a little. Hey, we didn't appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that they didn't. We get what you're doing, uh, <laughs> but we're not huge fans. Yeah, was it a post-it? No, yeah, <laughs> it was a quick post-it. <laughs> One of those super sticky ones because you don't want that to fall. Very windy out of there. Of course, yeah. God forbid it rains. It's Florida. <laughs> but no, they uh they vandalized the billboard. Yeah, they graffitied and then like the next day it was a lawyer. That's right. Yeah. It I, what is it? Harold and Harold or something, something like that? Something like that. More Meyer and Meyer. Yeah. yeah. Throwmoney Glayson. <laughs> the only person who's gonna get that is Yousef and Dave that are listening right now. Throwmoney Glayson. Uh but yeah, so they took it lasted about two days, and there was so much vulgarity after they were spray painted that they were like, "Well, this can't. This people are going to be walking by this. They can't, yeah. they can't do that." But it's it, it, it's bold on uh, you know Atlanta United's uh, uh, you know just the idea, just for someone to be the like, execution of it to like find a billboard, call yeah. that company, get it printed, the whole nine. Yeah, I mean, very it, impressive. It was an expense, you know. Yeah, I mean, probably an expense they could have just given you know given that money to their players. Given, they could have taken that artwork and just. <laughs> posted it on on twitter or instagram <laughs> that's right but no no, they, no yeah. Uh, yeah ballsy that's uh, i mean uh, from uh an mls perspective you know uh on last week i was also reading a lot uh, a couple people saying um you know the ML, mls hasn't uh, this season's been pretty dull there haven't been any real big storylines uh you know cause a lot of times people uh, this happens in every sport and media they always looked for like the big stories you right. know the the kevin durant going to 
Golden State, what the hell that's going right. to be like? So then, it, so it basically uh, uh, tells you what the sort of the, the stories that are going to come out for the the following year. And I think because there was, uh, uh, I guess people were just found it a little dull. These are real opinions from people uh, all over the internet. Which I don't get. And I don't get because it's like, yo, have you not been paying attention to Atlanta United? Have you not been paying attention to this billboard? Have you not been paying attention to the Fruit Bowl scenario I that mean, we just, the last six months? I mean, that's, a, you want excitement, <laughs> you want buddy. Ex- it's all there. It's in the bowl, buddy. <laughs> it's all in the bowl. This is basically an episode of Scandal, this I mean, MLS yeah, season. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus, There's just ups and downs. People died. Who? It's crazy. Oh, the emotions, the highs and the lows. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, th- speaking of not excite or excitement, I mean, Mike Petke. Mike Petke. Can we give a round of applause to the single most New York? <laughs> the only thing is, someone posted like I thought he was going to say dead ass next. <laughs> he was like, hand us out, Trey. Hand us out, Trey. The, 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 that was uh... the freaking printer didn't work. <laughs> He's like, this printer's a mamaluke over here. <laughs> so if you haven't seen this, Mike Pecky, he's the, he's the head coach for, for Real Salt Lake. From Long Island. From Long Island. He, and he sounds exactly like he's from Long Island. <laughs> I couldn't sleep for four weeks if I'm not who I am. Yeah. Guy, the only thing missing was a double-breasted suit <laughs> with his pocket but square. The only the reason he was upset, because he got he got sent off uh, from the uh, Real Salt Lake uh, uh, Sporting Kansas City match. That, that game ended 1-1. Uh, right. And he... I mean, it, it, I mean, it, to me, it was it was one of the best, like, just head coach, kind of like not even a tirade because it was it was pretty controlled. You know, NFL coaches are like, you you play to win the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. we have all those. We know who they were. <laughs> we know who yeah, they, were. Yeah. they they were exactly who we thought yeah. they were. Practice. <laughs> so we 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 have those, and in in soccer, we don't really get those. Uh, uh, the, the game is a little bit more gentlemanly, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not as violent. So only in the stands. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, this is something that we are we fight with all the time. Is when we we decide we want to, or we get a chance to interview players or people that are, uh, uh, you know, in the league. Everyone wants to keep everything like really level, really baseline, and and everything's like real coach speak, if you will. Yeah, and Pecky just. Nah, kick nah. that, kick that down. And now, nah, son, <laughs> now nah, he came through hard body. I mean, he started the the press conference being like, like, no, no everybody, no questions, no questions. Yeah. I got it. I got to I got to say my piece. And he was also like, turn your turn your doohickeys on. Yeah. Like he didn't know how to say like yeah. your radio recording devices, <laughs> whatever Betamax, whatever yeah. cassette tape you guys use. Who's got a full blown cassette recorder? <laughs> Put that bad boy on, you know. Do, do you a stenographer? Do we have a stenographer in the house? Hey, uh, Radio Raheem, turn yeah. that turn yeah. that boombox on, yeah. or whatever you do with that. Whatever you do with your technology, everybody get an app. Everybody get an app out and hit the record button. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, he, he did seem like a sixty five year old yeah, Italian yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. who was like, I don't even know what these kids yeah. are doing right now. Yeah, I know. He's he's yelling at all like the high school staff that works in the summer. All right, everybody, turn on your apps. Yeah. You know what? When I was a kid, we didn't. Wear shorts. Why did these guys showing their yeah, legs? What's yeah. all this about? Well, that's a very Alexis move. I, uh, <laughs> I don't believe grown men should wear shorts. Put put some pants on. Okay. Uh, yeah, especially on stage. Get it. Get it. On stage is different. A different story. I still don't agree with it. They're fighting back. Comics are fighting back. Is but it's anyway. only for you. Do you feel that way about women wearing shorts? I no no. I don't okay, care. Good. I don't care what women wear. Okay. Good answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not out here to <laughs> slut shame. But I will say, if what you're wearing, man or woman. Makes people think of you in any other way other than the person speaking right now. If they're like, oh, man, look oh, at that. 
then so I think not, it takes away. So nothing too sexy. I'm not saying that. You I'm just, just saying. Just say it, bro. Just no cleavage. I don't want to see. <laughs> Definitely your, not. I don't want to see your wrists, woman. Nah, son. Because <laughs> I'm gonna start. T- Wear this outfit from a Saint, from a from a Salt Lake, uh, you know, cult. <laughs> I back to by the way, whatever. Send your emails to soccercooligans at gmail.com. <laughs> Alexis wants everyone to dress like a handmade tail. Yeah, let's all wear hijabs, okay? And then there won't be a problem. And it's just the joke. Uh, and eye movement. <laughs> Would you do your eyebrows? Your whore? No, anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Please remember we're comedians, folks. Um, what, what I'm saying about the pecky thing, what I loved about it is he tore that down. He's like, no, this is it. This is going to be for real. And then we get another one of these. I think it was actually earlier. The Kai Kamara thing. Yeah, this was... Uh, People are really letting us in behind the curtain. This is amazing. This, <laughs> this is what is we very, want. This is very cool. And this, this is, is killing Dan Quartermanch and Dan, <laughs> Don Garver because they are... They are like very secretive about everything. Yeah. They want the league to be like, no, no, no. We present ourselves in a certain way. We'll have those arguments at home. And this is like the two teenage kids like, we're having this argument in the mall, dad. You know? <laughs> it just spills out into the street. Yeah. yeah. They don't yeah. Care, you care less. Yeah. So Kai Kamara also got, uh, you know, made made a lot of, uh, uh, made a big splash on the internet as yeah. well because he was recently fined for wearing uh, socks that are not allowed by MLS because MLS has a, a contract with adidas so all the apparel that you're wearing uh you know on the field has to be uh, has to be adidas right so not very different from the nfl you can't you can only wear black uh cleats you can't wear any height it's not black it's, it has to be the team color no no, no black no no, no. It's, it, it, it could be i think it's black or the team color it, if, if it matches the team color it can't be different from the team color are you sure about that? I'm like 95% sure. All right. Well, let's find two comedians that host a football <laughs> podcast and then we'll call them and ask them. American football podcast. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> not a football podcast because that's still us. Uh, but so so he he wears these socks called True Socks, which which my, my girlfriend got for my birthday because I occasionally get. Oh, which reminds me. You're fined. Uh, you're not allowed to wear the Mike Cooligans <laughs> my, FC. My girlfriend fined yeah, me. Yeah. We have a sponsorship with the Bodega Socks. Those, uh, <laughs> those the oh, well, of- Yeah. The ones that. That are really hot and yeah. just yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just fall apart yeah, after te- two three uses. The technology of them was probably from the Eisenhower administration, uh, but they're inexpensive and you get a Lucy back to Lucy. Not bad, huh? And they come in the socks. So that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Hey, one of those socks got a cigarette in it. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, so, so if you don't know True Socks, uh, they're they're a company. They they make basically socks with like little grips on them, so that your foot. Where are the grips? Are the grips on the inside of like touching your feet, or are the grips on the outside? Outside. On the outside, on the bottom, uh, on your the plant of your foot. They're, they're so, aren't you still rubbing up against the side? No, no, because so they basically the the it, it reduces friction. Yeah, on the outside between the sock and the shoe, but isn't your foot still sliding around in the sock then? No, I, I don't. I mean, who knows? I, they, what do you, you do because you got these socks. Def- what do you mean? Who knows? <laughs> def- you specifically? I don't I'm know. So, you know question. <laughs> I haven't done a sport, ESPN sports science on these. Damn but socks. you've worn them. They, what is wrong they, with you? you? You slide around. Well, socks in general stick to your foot. They don't. You don't slide around in your sock. But if your sock has like rubber pellets that are holding it firmly in the shoe, your foot's going to slide. Like you know like socks are too loose? But but football boots are are so tight that it's just, that's not really a thing. 
That's that. Yeah, that's exactly that's my take on it. I, I don't know. So no, I so feel like you don't know what you're. There's less. About. There's way less friction, so uh, you'll get less blisters. So that's why Kai Kamar, Kai Kamar wears these socks, and a lot of players wear these socks because out. you get this. So way less friction, way less chance of blisters. But Kai Kamar got fined twelve hundred and fifty dollars, and I believe it was like six hundred and twenty five dollars per sock. That was it. What? <laughs> which is just such a strange. Way to find somebody like if who to wear just one sock on 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 one foot and not <laughs> yeah. the other one. <laughs> well, you only had it on one. All right, okay. you were doing a sock puppet in the, in the <laughs> halftime. Well, that's another six twenty-five. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. If it was funny, we'll oh, cut you, fifty bucks off of it. Well, you put googly eyes on the sock. Well, that's that's got that's going to be seventy-five dollars per googly were they, eye. Were they Adidas googly eyes? Because we got them. <laughs> we They're have, in every closet. Have, <laughs> it's a strict contract. Yeah. <laughs> the academy teams. This is how they build bonding. We got to get in googly eyes. So. So he he put out this video uh, uh, pointing out that he's reached out uh, to the uh, MLS Players Union about this fine that he does not want to pay for it. And be- they ain't done shit with it for three weeks <laughs> because they so uh, so he he got fined and, and he's hit, the claim that he's making is that nobody else is getting fined for this. So and, and he, he says a lot of other people are wearing it and through through everybody under the yeah, bus. I mean, he is <laughs> out of the bus like I can't even drive forward. <laughs> The entire TFC team is under this bus. He calls out uh, Michael Bradley because the point is that the the players union hit back saying like, well, you're a high profile player, so you're going to get fined for these. Whereas other players are not. And he's like, oh, yeah. Does it get any more high profile than Michael Bradley? Because mm-hmm. there he is wearing these socks. How about Josie out the door? And he goes, sorry, buddy. Like, this is your homie. <laughs> we Yo, gotta, I'm snitching. I'm snitching on yo, everybody. We got a stool pigeon over yeah, here, man. Yeah, <laughs> he just right. he turns states property, this guy. <laughs> he turns states witness. <laughs> witness. His protection, Kakama is gonna have like two, uh, you know, secret service guys yeah. next to him on the pitch. So, your name is Shai Shimara and you're an accountant, <laughs> that's right. And I've always lived in this part of Connecticut. <laughs> so, uh, uh, again, it just, um, it, it, a couple things because as uh, you know, when he was he's calling out like uh, the other players that are not getting fined for it, um, but. Also, Michael Bradley and Josie Altador both make about like five million dollars a year. Do yeah. they? Do they? Re, they do, even if they are getting fined, they do not care about a twelve hundred and fifty dollars fine. I mean, you do if it's per match. If you're making five million dollars, I would care. <laughs> I would be like, I'll take it. Yeah, I, don't I'd, I mean, I'd rather just use that money on a lawyer to sue <laughs> so that I could wear. But the claim he's making is that they're not getting fined at all. So it, it seems very odd that and the so the, the the way that they know that these players are wearing these socks is because true socks have these uh, like dots at the heel, right? Uh, so you uh, and a lot of players wear them. You you will see this uh if you just look closely at any uh, during any game probably about half the players are so then it's true socks fault for having these pellets on the heel yeah they should make i mean it's sort of a branding too just the fact that look kai kamara doing this and a lot of people did suggest this that oh this is the best advertising for true socks 100 that they could ever get true socks should pay this fine yeah a lot of people said that too i i completely agree this is the best 1200 dollars you've ever spent yeah. And also, why don't you make them custom socks that doesn't have the pellets all the way up the back? Yeah. So you could stop snitching on these players, <laughs> True Socks. <laughs> true Socks is, yeah. You dry snitching on everybody. <laughs> uh, and, and then that way, people will still want to buy the socks. They're great socks. Eve, I mean, I can We're attend. still advertising it here. Well, you know what, True Socks, if you're listening, 
Send us some socks. Yeah, and plus you have now you have to pay Christian's fine. <laughs> we yes, there's a, there's a six dollar seventy five cent fine that I per sock per sock per sock that yeah. I don't know if I can I don't know if I can afford. I don't know how I'm gonna feed my family. Yeah, no. After this, he ain't got kids, but <laughs> I have kids. But I'm very concerned about their college education. Yeah, I mean it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. At minimum, at least eighteen years and nine months. But it's I, coming. I'm a New York City comedian. I'm lucky I can afford socks at all. Yeah, you know you're charging him two swipes. Well, I'm yelling at my. Myself. I'm going to find you. How dare I charge you two swipes? So please, yeah, true socks. Please get get back to us because this is. Um, I mean, this is a, a tough time that we're going through. It's very tough. Uh, we should uh, also discuss the the bombshell. The that uh, me. <laughs> the blonde, the blonde bombshell. Yeah, you. yeah. That's when I go. That's when I go to Joseph Martinez Barber. I'm going to become. So uh, MLS. There's a, a big story that came out yesterday. Uh, so this so Monday, right? And uh, that basically suggested that not uh, suggested. I that, mean, no, put no, it out. There. Put it out there that a uh, 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 Ricardo I, Silva, Ricardo Silva, who's the owner of uh, Miami, Italian uh, owner of Miami FC billionaire yeah and he, so, we know that for sure now because uh, he's willing to throw it around <laughs> so but he bid on uh on the rights right to oh he he, he offered uh to to buy the rights for mls after so the, that he can uh sell them so he wanted to become the middleman yes so he was saying this is for a 10-year contract starting on uh starting in 2021 when the current deal is Somebody, over it's like i think it's like 2023 okay 10-year deal what are we at now? We're at a hundred and twenty million dollar deal, give or take. Yeah, it's in the hundreds. With that, it's not not more than two. Yeah, no. And he's offering four. Oh, that's not that good. Billion. Oh, that's a lot better. Four billion dollars for ten years. Yes, but they have come out and said they're not interested in the in the offer, and it is rejected because they don't negotiate. They with go terrorists. directly. With yeah, terrorists. they don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> and we all know every Italian businessman you've ever met. Pretty close to the terrorists. Uh, so it's good, good on their part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great, great cheese. <laughs> Terrible ideas. But they don't negotiate. They negotiate directly with the channels. They don't go through middlemen. Yeah. But then there's also this other part of it. Yeah. That, and the, the and the main part of it was that the, the caveat. The, this the, isn't the main, but this is what everyone is going like. Well, obviously, this was the big no no. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would trust Ricardo Silva either. Yes, which I, a lot of people have said no one does. That's, yeah, that's, that's seems, kind of the thing. That seems to be the case. I don't, think, I don't think the money's real either. I don't think he'd actually be able to afford it. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, the real reason is, or the reason he's doing it is he's the owner of Miami FC. Miami FC is currently the the Chinese Super League team in the NASL. Yeah. The, they have the biggest money. They've won everything. They're the new Cosmos of the NASL, mm-hmm. right? So he can't get past the fact that he can't move up. And he thinks he can compete in MLS. So he said, I'll give you the $4 billion as long as we you do promotion and relegation of some sort. Yeah. At some point, even if it's one team, because he knows it's his. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like, just one. One from the <laughs> NSL. Uh, a little, little it, bit of team. Yeah. So here's my question. One, why $4 billion when... You could just buy a franchise for a lot less, hundred fifty million. You probably got that in the couch cushions, my dude. If you got four billion that's also around, right? And two, you know they're never gonna go for that. And Dan Quartermanch said, We're not even we're not even gonna entertain the offer. Yeah. And so uh, this uh I mean the the Pro Rel people uh Went nuts. Go nuts. Uh, on, uh, you know, on Monday after this. Uh, and the sort of still going. I mean, I don't want to say going nuts. Because, again, I don't want to dismiss the fact like that. I also think 
MLS sh- it should go to promotion relegation. I agree. Uh, but we, but, and, and we, we've had that conversation already. There's like four episodes on it. Yeah. Just go back and listen to those. You know, but the, 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 the basic concern, I think for a lot of people is just the, the stability of the league, you know, sure. just that, that, that players have jobs and, and, and there is a, a, a lot of like, uh, um, demonizing on both sides of like the pro pro real people are crazy. And the, the MLS owners are just, you know, money a, hungry maniacs. It's a polarizing topic in american soccer for yeah, sure but this um w- when i was reading this story in, in i think initially you're like yo mls what's what's the problem not yeah. then it almost seems like a, a little bit like evil to some, to some extent like this seems like such a good deal right for what so let, let's say, let's take it all this truth well if the thing i think to your point if you're worried about the stability of the league how much more stable does it get than someone handing you four billion dollars that covers you four hundred million dollars for the league for every year for the next for the next uh, ten years? Yeah, but that's also split. So, so if it's split per club, I think somebody uh, had done the math and it comes out to about like a hundred and twenty three million or something like that per per team. Which is more than the value of most of these teams per year. I, that's if these numbers are correct, it doesn't seem like a, a, a that big a risk, you know. Because even if no, you, it's, even a, if it's you, a win-win, and it's also only for ten years. If this builds your league in ten years, and you have all of this, uh, you know, uh, you know, now the league is bigger, and there's so much more excitement, and, and the ratings are better, and everything's great. You could walk away from this deal, negotiate your own even better deal now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if on on paper. It seems like something that the MLS should at least be intrigued by and not just so quickly dismiss. And also this big issue. Here's my thing with it. Right. Like I'll go on record as saying this one itself is probably not the deal for MLS because I don't think Ricardo Silva is exactly the guy you can trust and probably not the guy you want to be in bed with. You know what I mean? There's a lot more other men that we want to be in bed with and not him. You yeah, know, he's right. not one of them. I mean, the although li- he is Italian. The list is uh, <laughs> okay. very long. I mean, it's almost for too me, long. I don't know. Too hairy for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's, you the that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the only problem with this whole scenario is the hair, right? I mean, the existential crisis, everything else we're fine with. The, uh, the, the truth is that's probably not the guy you want to get into business with. But having this deal put in front of you, if the biggest fear with relegation is, oh, now my investment and all oh, that money that I put in, we still haven't gotten out because we're not making any money. This solves that in a single shot. If you said instead of 125 million as an example, right? Because I'm not doing the math. Instead of 125 million a year, every team gets 100 million a year. But if you get relegated, you get one, you get one, two, three hundred, whatever. Yeah, the, that parachute payment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you get 300 million. Oh my god. Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine. You know, Robert Kraft will finally be happy about relegation. He's like, what? I make more money by losing. <laughs> well, then I want to lose. Okay. I want to lose every time. Let's just tank this. He's season. like, let's go up and keep going down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. At the end of the day, this solves everything. So I don't think this deal is real, right? I, the reason why I think he did it is to say, like, all right, I'm gonna call your bluff. If you've been saying you don't want to do these things because of money, well, here's the money. Yeah. Now what? Now go do it. Yeah, and and to, to some extent, it, it's a it's a way to to turn uh, the fans against the league. Hundred percent. You know, and, and from on uh, from a media perspective, it's a good uh, it's a good move. You know, it's almost like playing politics. But uh, will it matter? Um, in the end, I don't th- I don't think so. Um, 
just because the the number seems so ridiculous. It's just like it's just like somebody coming to you and like I'll I'll give you five billion. Like it's just like Doctor Evil just mentioning these numbers. So it doesn't it, it doesn't feel uh, genuine. Uh, that, I, mean, I will give you <laughs> four billion dollars. Yeah. So you know. Uh, I, and I'm basing this stuff like um, so. Uh, Nipun Chopra, who's been on the uh, on the podcast before, yeah, friend of the show. Uh, you know, he he writes for uh, Sock a lot t- of friends of the show doing stuff, huh? Yeah, he writes for Sock Takes, and he's and he's like kind of the 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 the, the guy that that focuses on a lot focuses a lot on the lower leagues, and he, he knows- writes for Sock Takes, so he focuses on the socks the players are wearing, right? That's right. He's, and he's, he's fo- really opinionated <laughs> on the Kakamara <laughs> thing. The true socks. <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, you know the the hot takes the uh-huh. the, the, the scathing. <laughs> Journalism, the yeah. hot socks, the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I look to him uh, a lot for stuff like this. I know some people may not agree with uh, with that because some people do not like. But him. I think one of the reasons why we brought him on the podcast is he is he, as biased as he is. He understands the middle ground exactly. And yeah. He can talk to the middle ground, yeah. which is what we wanted. Because there's a lot of people we could have asked on the podcast to talk about promotion and relegation from the wanting it side, and that would have been. Absolute maniacs, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can pull it back. Yeah, and uh, and I like the, the his skepticism towards the the reality of a deal like this, and and right. that made it seem more clear to me that like, oh, MLS is not just being, uh, uh you know, just like the, these arrogant people that that are against promotion relegation. It's also that just that this doing a deal with this person does not seem to make the most sense. I will call you out though and say that they won't even saying they won't even entertain that type of offer continues the same line of rhetoric they've run since this whole pro rel sort of call has started. And the, the problem I have with that is, is you're telling the fans, we won't even consider it. And it, it seems to most fans and I've, I've had this issue. I was on a podcast right around the time we started Cooligans. I was very vocal online and I'm vocal about a lot of things. I mean, that's kind of my style, but I was saying like, yeah, I get that you want promotional relegation, but that doesn't negate you from enjoying what's happening in front of you right now, which is something you and I have consistently said. Why not enjoy the league we have right now? That seems like it's coming down the line. We both want it to come down the line at some point. We're both hoping that comes down the line at some point. And someone's like, well, you know, how could you enjoy the league if you want it? Right. They put that question to me and I'm like, well, I don't get to make those decisions. So I want to enjoy soccer. So I'm going to enjoy this style of soccer. Yeah. That will come down the line. You're telling all the fans like us that expect it to come down the line. It's never coming down the line. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm a, we're like we're like the side piece. That's like, oh, maybe he's going to leave his wife, and, and never going to happen. Oh, keeps telling us it will. He, he'll he'll leave her. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll leave, leave her. her. I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> She's not as good yeah. as me. <laughs> maybe anal. Uh, <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, and Tropic Sounders is listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, but look, this uh, this is going to be a uh, uh, you know everybody has their own opinion on this, and and this is going to be uh, talked about until you know hopefully it finally happens but the you know, i'm of the belief that in, in if during the garber era i don't think this is happening i don't think promotional relegation is happening that's just my opinion but yeah you know, who knows uh, because they seem I, I think he he is beholden to just make these owners money and then not lose money and that's from a but this is a way to not lose money I this mean, is also a way again, to cash out again again this is uh, if the belief if we believe this four billion dollars is a real amount of money, and and let's why don't we do this? Hypothetically, say yes. he walks in with a cashier's check, yes. four billion. What is the reason to not do it? Is there a reason to not do it? I think anything that introduces risk to these what for these the, owners. Okay, it, I'm not letting you get away with it. What is the risk? The risk is losing money. 
That's it. You, but you don't have that. The four billion approves, assures you you're not losing money. If the league itself is losing a hundred million dollars a year, and there's no reason to not do it. So then there's no reason to not do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if we assume that this is all real, that that the money is there, then there's zero risk. Yeah. There is zero risk. I agree. Because let's say again, Robert Kraft and um the 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 dude, uh, the Hunt, Lamar Hunt's kid or grandson that owns the the Columbus Crew, right? But of all the stories. It's always those two that are highly against promotion and relegation, and they're against breaking up the single entity and any of those signs, right? Um, so the two of them, their biggest fear is losing the ability to cash out and make a profit on this business, right? They put in a lot of money. They kept the league afloat for a long time, and they deserve money, 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 right? Which is true. You put a lot of money in, you deserve that money out. Yeah. This is your chance to get that money out. This is your bank account now, right? You've got it. You, what you wanted, you got and it still gives you the opportunity to continue to play in this league. And even if you get relegated, you get the chance to come back up. And you're getting money by going down and you're getting money by coming up. So what is the problem? The only other problem is, is that this creates them having to spend money. I think that's it. Look, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. When if, if it comes to, to the point of, do I want promotion relegation to happen? And do I think that MLS... Try to tries to find reasons. Not even tries to find reasons. I just think they. I think they have this uh, philosophy that is uh, a, a little uh, sort of stuck, uh, and, and it's and it's and it's sort of it's comforting to all the owners. So it's just so it's more about just change. It's not even about promotion relegation. It's just the fact that things are going to change and that and that things are going to be operated differently. I think that's the thing that is difficult to change everyone the owners' opinions on. Uh, you know to get. You know, twenty-two owners or what, whatever number of teams we end up having, it's just going to be a challenge because when when you when Garber's probably like uh, uh, in the dealings of like uh, getting an expansion team and what the money what 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 is my expansion fee going to get me. You know, right? He, I'm, I, without a doubt, he makes, he has to make a million promises, and breaking the, I think he just doesn't want to break promises. That seems to be that. That's why I think. Yeah, but I mean, what? A, it's I can't imagine it's that much. It's that hard to sell to the owners by saying, "Hey, you know, the money that the league gets per, you know, per uh, expansion team, we're all gonna get at the end of every fucking year." And with the way the cap is run, a hundred and twenty million dollars with this cap. It's all profit. I mean, there's <laughs> you're not spending 120 million on on the team every year. Like I, I you know, I'm just I, I'm not 100 percent comfortable taking financial advice from you. So I don't know exactly. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand why that is. So if a num- if a number calls that says American Express, don't pick it up. <laughs> but but there's no reason I I can't understand the reason why. Even if the cap went up, it's not going to go up to 129 million. I, I, look, I can't understand it either. But I'm not going to say that the, the MLS has no reason to 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 say no to something. Do you like think this. the fans deserve a straight answer on this? I do. I really do. I, I think uh, you know when we were at MLS Cup and and uh, there, there was a journalist that did ask the question about promotion relegation. You know, Garber's very nonchalant, uninterested in that question. Yeah. He's, he doesn't he doesn't really engage it because well, he needs to be prepared because this question is going to get asked. This is next week. This is, you know, uh, the movie Inception. The idea is planted and it's just growing and growing and growing. And it's only and the more uh, American soccer. Is that fans, what Inception was about? <laughs> I yeah. still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that, that, that once the idea was planted, it becomes like this disease that is just like now it now it becomes reality. That's sort of whatever. But that is. I don't uh, remember that. 
at all. Yeah, to me, it was about a spinning thing. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but once, uh, um, yeah, uh, this is. It, I don't even. I, I forgot my train of thought because of your damn Inception thing. <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. And second of all, you're getting fined for that too. Uh, and what you were saying is, is that this idea of promotion relegation won't go away. Is your point? Yes, yes. And the I think, journalists are asking. They're going to ask it at Elma's All Star. We'll tell you what's happening. Yeah, and I and I, I think that uh, Garber and 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 just all the the the, the VPs, everybody at MLS, all the media, they have to handle this a little bit more del- delicately going forward because it isn't just this like we're not tr- just hey why are you trying to be like Europe it's not that anymore it's not he, he can't be as easily dismissive the team the, the league is getting stable enough and large enough and the quality is high enough that the promotion relegation question is has to be addressed and and, and also I personally believe it, it, it this is has to be where it definitely goes it, it can't be like we're just going to be like this we're, and we're just going to do it differently. It can't be that way. The, the soccer, because because the, the main reason is because the the international game, the quality of the game has to be so much better at the lower level f- so that the higher levels are better. And also we'll find more kids that way. You know what I mean? Exactly. We'll find better players. Yeah. That sounded creepy when I said it that way. <laughs> we got to find those kids. We'll find more kids. <laughs> <laughs> and Tropic Sounders. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it'll it'll give us an opportunity to find better talent. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and so, so at least that's what the hope is. Exactly. So hasn't worked for England. <laughs> <laughs> well, they care too much about the their league. Yeah. And they don't and they don't care about their international. No. Well, because what is there to care about? You know? I mean, but they have it's not like they don't have good players. They're losing on the pitch, they're getting beat up by Russians outside the pitch. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst. <laughs> so they have a lot to sort out. All right, everybody. Let's uh let's go on to our second segment. And uh, let's put it on the fans. What do you think about the deal? Is that a is that a deal you want? Maybe we'll put a, a poll up. Okay. Yeah, sure. Just outside my apartment. Just put a poll <laughs> up to see what happens. <laughs> Maybe put a flag on it. You never know. <laughs> So, um, so, but I do want to get, we've been talking, uh, you know, we could talk about promotional relegation forever. Uh, but I mean, we're talking about it from the aspect of this deal. I can't see what's the bad in the deal. You tell me why would, other than the promotion and relegation issue, why would the league walk away from this deal? Tell me. It's a fair question. You tell me. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you better not because you can get fine. <laughs> you know how this works. It's the new cool against way. Oh, yeah, baby. So uh, let's get over to our second segment. Uh, we have a conversation with Julian Gressel. Uh, great, great chat. He's a, you know, he's a, he was born in Germany, came, played college uh, uh, soccer here in, in Providence. And uh, and he's just like, well, let him hear it on the, on the internet. No, I'm just introducing the, this kid. He, We're, okay. <laughs> he's great. And uh, here's what he says about this. Here's what he says about I'm going to just retell you. I actually transcribed the whole interview. Yeah, he's doing cliff notes. <laughs> uh, but Chris we had, notes. We had, a, we had a great chat with him. So here is our conversation with Julian Gressel. Right after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast. Why don't you click on YouTube? 
YouTube, the YouTube app. Why don't you put it in soccer, cooligans, and just hit that subscribe button. And if you can, hit that little bell, that notification, let you know every time we put up a video. We're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA, and we're seeing, we're having that predict the biggest match, and we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video, and there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So, uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation. A little, yeah, that's little, it. Just a little bit. Is that that hard? <laughs> that's hard. Come on. We're, so We're just two, two little comedians. <laughs> yeah. Want a little like? Too poor. I would like some more, please. <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our YouTube. So, yeah. if you can, hit the like button, comment on some of the videos if you can. At the very minimum, hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends. It would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, everybody. All right, we're back. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I know, because you started with your NPR voice, but now all of a sudden, now you got nope, energy. Nope, nope, I'm, I, I'm giddy right now. Oh, boy, we are kind of really excited. So we have we have sort of like an imaginary list of the players that we want to talk to. And uh, based on performance, and then, of course, finding out a little bit about this dude's story, this guy got to the top of our list a lot like he did. For Tata Martino, <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say so. Yeah, I think this year there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of buzz around this kid right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh there's a uh, I was going to try to make a schnitzel comment <laughs> joke in there. So you guys pretty much know who this is already at this point because I just said schnitzel. Uh, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Julian Gressel, everybody. Julian, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's not, up? Not bad. First things first, we've noticed this in some of your videos, and we're noticing it now. You have a very, very minimal, like almost barely there accent. You, how you know so much English, dude? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. No, I just uh, I've studied in obviously in school back in Germany um, for a long time, about eight years there, and then uh, I came to the states for a few months, um, where I then kind of just yeah had to rely on my English, and it got better and better. And yeah, and then obviously the college college career helps as well, where you don't have to obviously speak it all the time. And I even started dreaming in English, which is kind of still weird. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> it's, you know, like I, uh, so we we both speak Spanish. Both our both our uh, families are you know come from uh, like Latino descent, and I have never dreamed in Spanish. It's so strange. I oh, speak really? Spanish fluently, but I never dream in Spanish. My mother has been here for at this point, 40 something years, originally from Cuba. And she still has a very heavy accent. And, uh, she says the reason why the few times that she sort of, the accent started to slide away. She dreams in Mandarin. Yeah, no, she actually dreams of just hitting me still, (laughs) which is probably what she'd like to do. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but she says she doesn't think in whenever she thinks in English, the accent starts to kind of go away, but she still thinks in Spanish and translates it in her head. Well, Julian, when you were, when you were in, uh, Germany, did, you uh connect to, to like any like american like cartoons or shows or, or culture was it like hip-hop i don't know what was out there yeah i mean music is yeah it's the same kind of over there you know but then once i knew that i was going to come to the states and obviously i had to prepare myself a little uh for college and learn more english um i actually started watching movies and tv shows in english with uh, english subtitles so I could uh, just pick it up a little quicker and uh, and understand more that way, you know. It would have been hilarious if you only watched like like shows about the hood and you just came in like very heavy. I'm like, what up, what up, homie? And I'm like, yo, this German dude got swag. He's been, he's been through some <laughs> yeah. some stuff. Damn, son, he's seen a lot. <laughs> How's it feel? What's the what would you say? Is it because you you played for I don't know Eintracht and something Eintracht Fursberg. Bamberg. 
Bomberg. That's Bomberg. it. Eintracht Bomberg. And you come from a, a, like a small town outside of Nuremberg, right? That's the closest major yeah. city. Yeah. All right. So what was soccer? How was soccer different there than it is here? I know in, in a video you said the fans are a little different over there. The fans just sort of want to look at the tactical thing. Very German, right? Very German trying to engineer everything. Uh, but what is it? What would you say is the main difference as a player? Just the playing the game, the style. What do you notice? I mean, it's it's still pretty hard for me to compare because over there I've I've only played in amateur leagues. You know, I've played in the highest amateur league there, um, and here now, obviously, I've played in college and uh, and now in MLS. Um, so I yeah, I haven't played in any pro level teams over there. You know, um, but I say over here in the U.S., it's still a lot more physical. You know, and uh, a little yeah, a lot more running around and. Uh, yeah, the technical side of things, I think, is still better in Germany than it is here. Um, but I think with the obviously a lot better players coming into this league and a lot of younger players that um, are still hungry to develop and stuff, this is it's getting a lot better and it's getting a lot closer to to any really uh, um, European league, you know. Yeah. Well, well, how, how did you feel after after you got drafted and then after you know uh, th- that preseason and, and you know and you're making you're 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 starting in the in the first game for Atlanta United did because from from like a you know uh media perspective a lot of people were surprised at how sort of rapid your ascension was into the into the first team and into the starting lineup uh were were you at all surprised uh when when you got to training camp and and then all of a sudden you're you're playing the first game for for the the expansion side um maybe a little bit but uh, I, obviously, I kind of knew that it was coming the week before that I was going to start uh, that game. Um, but I was just, yeah, I was just trying to be myself all throughout preseason. You know, I tried to, to be who I am on the field and off the field. And then obviously learn learn pretty quickly. Um, but then obviously, once you find out that the coach is trusting you with, uh, with a starting role, then even in the first ever game for Atlanta United, um, it's definitely something special. And you are... Yeah, you are a little surprised to start, um, obviously, but then trying to focus on the game and uh, and uh, just do your thing there. Yeah, and, it, and it's not just any coach; it's Gerardo Tata Martino yeah, who's like who's putting that trust in you. What, what did that feel like to get uh, uh, that vote of confidence from him? You know, he yelled at Messi once. You know, <laughs> and now he's yelling at you. How does that feel? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it feels. It feels great, but after a while in preseason, you kind of look past that. Um, I think you kind of get used to him. You know, he's just another coach um, who wants to get the best out of every player and the best out of the whole team um, and win. That's really what drives him. I think he has an unbelievable yeah, willingness to take do whatever it takes to win. Um, and, yeah, you kind of, like I said, you kind of look past the whole, yeah, he's coached Barcelona and Argentina and, and Messi and all these great names, but... Um, yeah, like I said, it's just just another coach now that you obviously take away and learn a lot, want to learn a lot from. Um, and yeah, like I said, he just wants wants to to get the best out of me and to get the best out of everybody else and the team in general. So add Julian Gressel to the list of those big names. Exactly. I think is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, Messi, me. I mean, it's a typical, exactly what you expect. I you mean, it's a, we're basically the same guy. No, I mean, people can't point. even tell us apart. <laughs> so I'm going to go play for Argentina. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, I, I've watched a couple of, uh, of uh, like the training sessions that Atlanta United puts out, you know, on YouTube and, and across their social media. Right. And, and you were mic'd up 
for one of them, which was kind of. That's fun. where we saw that one. But yeah. I, I love watching uh, Tata Martino. How uh, the way he 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 just coaches those training sessions because you can tell he is uh, also trying to learn English uh, to some to some extent, and he he does the he does the Spanglish uh, training. Yeah. That's how he coaches yeah. in both languages, right. and it's just it's just so. Not cool. sure if you watch any of those shows in Germany preparing for America. <laughs> You're like, I guess I should watch a little Univision. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I should have. I should have. Probably, yeah. uh, so, what what's it like for you? Uh, um, you know, playing with so many international stars, so many uh, guys that uh, that English is not their language. You know, right? What? I mean, you got Joseph Martinez, you got Miguel Almiron, uh, Yamil Assad, Yamil Assad, and then you know what Anton walks. He's from South London. So sometimes he's just difficult to understand. Yeah, we don't know what he's you know? <laughs> I mean, that's not really English. You know what I mean? He's speaking road half the time. What's uh, what's that like for you? Does it make it difficult? Does it, I mean, especially when the coach, you know, sort of doesn't speak uh, perfect English. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. But I think after, after a few after the first month, I think we kind of figured it out. You know, I learned, a uh, few necessary words words in Spanish that I use on the field. Uh, sometimes they understand some words in English. Oh, please tell us um, some of the necessary yeah, words. Yeah. Is one of them goño? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know that one. <laughs> that just, it's like saying, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's like, like right, left, all those kind of little things, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to um, embarrass myself now. Here, but. <laughs> I feel like you'd be able to pick up Spanish pretty good. Look how fast you picked up English. You speak English better than I yeah. do, and I've lived here my entire life. <laughs> no, but I should have definitely uh, learned a little more Spanish um, in school in Germany. That would have probably helped. But uh, Tata is actually doing a pretty good job of uh, learning English. And uh, like in his talks, it has to be in two languages still because some of the guys don't speak enough English to understand just English. Um, so there's usually an assistant coach or Greg Garza, for example, translates, um, a lot as well. Um, and you kind of like ask him and then he, he kind of answers for you as the coach sometimes, but uh, which is pretty funny. I think that's um, funny. Like Tata yeah. yells and then Greg also has to yell at you, <laughs> like keep the same energy going. That's usually going. the assistant coach. <laughs> that's the assistant <laughs> coach. <laughs> so no, I, but like I said, it's, uh, he does a good job of speaking English and kind of getting the main points and like little words. Like when he sits on the bench and you're like playing right in front of him. Sometimes he just yells a little English word out there and you kind of understand it right away. And yeah, I mean, he does a pretty good job of picking that up uh, pretty quickly. Now you've been sort of, he's been tasked with a lot of things, but you know, in coming to MLS, part of it is, you know, lifting the profile of the league, you know, having a, a superstar coach like that, um, you know, and then also just the style of play, uh, you know, he's made it very different. It, what, tell us a little bit about what that's like to sort of, um, to try to, I guess, develop in that style of play that he likes to play. And is that something that I don't think you played that way out in Providence. You probably didn't play that way out in Germany. And what's that been like? Cause you also, you're playing winger, right? And that's not your natural position. Yeah. Right now I am playing as a winger. Yeah. To start the season, I think I was playing as a center midfielder. So it's, uh, yeah, obviously my role changed a little in that sense, but, uh, what is, what is your, what do you think is your perfect position on the pitch? Uh, there is really none, I think. I mean, I don't know. It's all right. You heard it here, folks. He can do it all. (laughs) You heard it here. He can do it all. He doesn't care. He he could be the coach. He said, (laughs) uh, no, but I think Tata made it pretty clear from the, from the first couple of weeks on what kind of style he wants to play and where he wants us to be in certain situations. And obviously then it did, uh, it just 
yeah, it gets to a point where you have to practice it a lot and, and then playing games a lot to get to get it down and to get it really like without really thinking about it. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we practice it day in and day out. Um, every time we watch video, you know, all those things where you just understand the way he wants to play or wants you to play in certain positions and wants you to be in certain situations. And then, yeah, he just takes it from there. He doesn't really get frustrated a lot with us, which is uh, pretty good. Then he just tries to encourage us to, yeah, even make mistakes because then you learn, you know, especially in practice. And uh, so that he's definitely doing a great job in that sense and uh, trying to getting us to that point where he thinks obviously we can we can win the most games. Well, we should also talk about, uh, you know, as opposed to just the, the tactics on the field, let's talk about what's happening in the stands, what's happening in Atlanta. Atlanta this is uh, insane. You know, we've, Wild. we've watched MLS for a long time. And the fact that an expansion team is just uh, uh, that that seemingly, uh, you know, kind of popped out of nowhere, which is I and mean, also in a bad sports town. I don't you, Julian, you might not remember this, but Atlanta traditionally had a very tough time having support for their sports teams. All of them were, you know, other than the Falcons, which is only 17 games an entire season, maybe eight at home, always had trouble filling the seats. I'm sorry, you were saying? Yeah, so they, they uh, obviously there were a lot of hurdles uh, in Atlanta in general, but at, once Atlanta United, uh, you know, showed up, uh, what, what, what's been the response? I, I know that you, uh, you did an uh, interview with 442 and you had mentioned that your mom had come, uh, uh, to see, to see your first game and, uh, and yeah. how she, she was so nervous and oh, like nearly in tears seeing how many yeah. people yeah. you were playing in front of. I mean, 55,000 people, uh, in Bobby Dodd and what, what is, uh, 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 the response been for, for you in Atlanta and seeing what's, uh, what's happening there? Um, it's just incredible to be honest, because it's like you said, like you guys were saying, it's, it's so not MLS like that. It's, uh, it's just something so special that, but I think, yeah, Atlanta has created, has created the new standard, I think here for, for the new fans in the league. Um, you know, you, wherever we go, it's not as good as here playing at home, um, in Bobby dot or hopefully then in, in Mercedes Benz as well soon. But uh, yeah, the fans are incredible, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, everybody that I know is always talking to me about the the games and how they're looking forward to them, and and it's just such an incredible atmosphere it's for us players as well to play in. I mean, you know, you dream about that your whole life to play in front of a crowd like that, and then it happens every weekend when you play at home. You know, it's it's just yeah, like I said, something so special and incredible, and a huge huge testimony to the fans that they've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of the fans, um, there's there's a specific fan of Atlanta United, which is also a big fan of ours. Um, and, and we love we love talking to him on Twitter. And also, he likes to tweet at you. Uh, you may remember him. He has a big Atlanta United tattoo on his arm and he likes yeah. to wear a shirt that says Gresselmania. Uh, we put out a tweet <laughs> today. Him. OK, there you go. You do remember him. his name is Jay. <laughs> yeah, Jay Riddle's a great dude. Um, yeah. We put out a tweet saying, hey, we're about to interview uh, Julian Gressel. Do we have any questions? And uh, he wants to make, just make sure that he hasn't weirded you out by <laughs> tweeting at you 50 times. He hasn't at all. There you go. He's all great. right. So keep I tweeting. <laughs> yeah, this dude, first of all, has no sleeves on any of his shirts. Okay. I mean, this guy he, shows up to, he shows up to business meetings in a tank top. <laughs> his suit. His suit. Well, you shouldn't. But that tattoo, you cannot have a, a, a sleeve on your Yeah, you can't hide You're it. You're damn right. I mean, he was the first one to he sent us a dm it was like hey could you just make sure i haven't weirded him out yet so make sure wanted to jay you heard it here first he's probably listening to it right in the morning as it came out uh and, and there we go he sent
sent us another picture of him with the WrestleMania shirt and holding the dog. <laughs> that he is amazing. I love it. I love it. We have another question yeah. from the fans. This is from Atlanta United Fan TV. I don't know if you watch um, on YouTube. They uh, they do sort of the same thing like an Arsenal fan TV uh, for uh, Atlanta. They want to know, has Andrew Carlton uh, from Atlanta United, has he put you onto any music from ATL? And if so, do you have a favorite? Um, not really. Not really. really. I'm really sorry to say that, but uh, no, he hasn't really given me anything, Andrew. Well, then um, that's on Andrew. Yeah, that's Andrew's fault. But, but what can Andrew listen to? He kind of, you kind of just listen to like Migos and all these guys, you know, like Ludacris. Like you kind of pick it up a little just, uh, just because it, it's playing all around. Yeah, it's hard to ignore Migos out there. <laughs> yeah. I went to Atlanta for the first time, and uh, first I saw Atlanta United stuff everywhere, uh, and then I also heard Migos everywhere. So it kind of felt like someone just put up a bunch of Atlanta United stuff in my apartment because I'm constantly playing Migos. <laughs> so it worked out well. We also have a question from Robin Seguini, um, at Robin Seguini with a Y. Uh, what's his favorite thing about Atlanta outside of soccer right now? Right now? Yeah, just outside of soccer. What's your favorite thing about Atlanta? Um, and don't cop out and say the fans. <laughs> I, I love the food. The food's good. There's so yeah. There's so many good restaurants here that are like like smaller ones, you know, that you don't really know about. But there's so many good ones that are just incredible. Like I love going out to dinner um, and sit outside and enjoy enjoy a good meal uh, with my girlfriend and uh, yeah, and even taking the dog everywhere, which is great as well, you know. So it's all right. Yeah, maybe we'll have really to hit you up for restaurant recommendations. I'm going back to at the end of September. Um, and then all yeah. the faction wants Anytime. us to know if, uh, one, if you like fruit bowls, we'll explain what that means later. <laughs> and, uh, what is your favorite pizza place in Atlanta? Which by the way, is a shot at me because I said that Atlanta has trash pizza. <laughs> oh man. I actually haven't gotten pizza. <laughs> you haven't gotten pizza. Well, consider yourself lucky, <laughs> Julian, because yeah. wait till you like play. I said, there's so many good restaurants that are just not pizza places. That's true. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't like pizza a lot, so we usually don't go out to eat pizza um, that often. You need to get you I, a I new girlfriend, dog. <laughs> you need to get you a new girl. What's going on there? She don't like pizza. You can't trust someone who don't yeah, like pizza. I can't answer that question. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I mean, that I'm not kidding you. That actually hurt me deep down inside. <laughs> if it I hurts had one me of your, sometimes too. <laughs> if she had a jersey, I would have just burnt it. I don't know if she plays sports. Uh, and then we have a question from A Milligan at Five Stripe Stunner. Uh, Great names coming out of Atlanta. <laughs> Great handles. Um, adjustments made to playing a winger. You kind of answered that. But talk a little bit about your chemistry with walks, um, with walks uh, for those link-ups. How is that? Because he's another one of those players who not everyone was sure was going to start and now is playing out of his mind as well. What's that been like building chemistry with Anton Walks? He's a good guy. I mean, you build chemistry off the field first. I mean, kind of from the beginning, we've, uh, we've sit next to each other in the locker room. Um, so he, he's, uh, he's definitely a cool guy. We always try to do the bottle flips for the game in preseason. I remember. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> doing it with champagne season. bottles though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Gatorade. Gatorade. Very nice. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, obviously a young guy as well, you know, so you kind of relate to him in that sense. Um, and yeah, then on the field, it just, it just translates over, you know, it's, uh, kind of talk a few things over where you're unsure of uh, how to handle it and how, where he likes it, how I like it, you know, uh, then, yeah, you just pick it up pretty quickly. You practice a couple of times and you have a few games and then, yeah, you're pretty fine with the chemistry part there. 
All right. We we should also uh, we we have to ask about the your your most recent game, uh, Orlando City against Atlanta United. Uh, I mean, just a a heated rivalry before anyone even stepped on right. the pitch. I'm so sorry that they made you guys have a soccer match during this MMA fight you all wanted to have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this was I, it was a great game, and what a what a win, what a goal from uh, uh, Tito Villalba. But uh, well, first of all. I mean, I think that thing is still still traveling through the air. That thing was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about even before the game, the billboard. The billboard. The billboard seen around the world. <laughs> do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, we do. We uh, we we look at Twitter and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I, we we were talking about this on the podcast last week. That that you, from my perspective. I thought it was it was like as far as uh, trolling a very fun kind of thing to build a rivalry. I, I think it's I think it's funny, but from world class trolling, world class trolling. But from a from a player perspective, even if you're on, uh, if you're an you know Orlando City player, obviously you're going to be bothered by it. But I think even as an Atlanta United player, you might be a little bit like, um, maybe I don't want to give this kind of uh, rile up my you know my opponent. Because uh, maybe it might put me in like a in a bad position. See, this is where we're wrong. That's it. This, is, this is where we're different. Or because I'm like, no, you got to get in their head, man. <laughs> I would put billboards outside of like Kaka's apartment, you know, <laughs> right outside of Jason Christ's apartment. Like, yo, we coming, dog. Like, you know what, I mean? what did you think about it? Um, I actually thought it was pretty cool. Okay, um, you know, it's it's something I think that will develop eventually in a really really big rivalry. Obviously, it's at the very, very beginning stages, and you can tell that the fans are very passionate about those games already. Um, so it's obviously, yeah, it puts it a little more, more. Uh, I don't know the right word. Um, yeah, just a little more, more like fight into the game. I think between the two teams, um, when the fans kind of don't like each other, you know that typho from the Orlando fans was pretty good. Oh um, yeah, for the game, I, I the, smiled at that one. The, as walk, well. the just, Walking just Dead kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. The, and they have uh, a very, they, they have a very, they waking us up. Yeah, yeah you both have so, very passionate fan bases, so getting them kind of riled yeah. up, if you will, is kind of a fun thing to watch. I did feel bad for that one guy who was doing the interview with blood all over his shirt, and he's like, well, yeah, I got sucker punched on the way into the stadium. He's like, and you know, I lived down here at one point. He was like <laughs> upset. He was like, I used to pay taxes in this city, and I got sucker I punched. Yeah, some dude just by himself just must was walking to the stadium in Orlando wearing the away, the white and the red, and he just got sucker punched, oh, okay. and I guess his nose bled out all over his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to oh, I got to say though, it blended in with his shirt with the red. It's like, it looked kind of dope. Was it? It's like, is it the Atlanta United third kit? <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, they're really coming in here strong. <laughs> but, I mean, it, things like that are unfortunate, and and that's like you know that, that's across the board. Yeah, but that guy's never paying for another beer at Bobby Dodd though. You show up, I'm the guy who got punched in the nose in Orlando. Oh sure, <laughs> get this guy a beer. You know? Are you kidding me? <laughs> but that, but things like that uh, uh, across the board, you like you know you don't want to see anything like that uh, the rivalries obviously should be a cordial fun you should banter things like that but w- once it gets to that point it's like all right the, you, hit the brakes guys well i just want to say that yeah, yeah exactly the oh, thoughts yeah. of julian and christian are certainly not the thoughts <laughs> of alexis or the cooligans in a hall i say get it in <laughs> uh, but, yeah but oh, you, you have another question alexis um yeah we have one more have you uh what's your favorite burger joint and um if you have you tried chicken and waffles more more food questions, which again I think they're they're doing that because they know I'm going to ask. <laughs> I uh, I have tried chicken and waffles, and I think it's delicious. I just unfortunately can't eat it too often. 
Yeah. Um, well, you're kind of a bigger dude now. Obviously, not fat. You're not fat, but you are kind of jacked. I mean, you mentioned the the league is a bit physical. You kind of look like an American football player to some degree. You remind me of like um, Jordan Morris's build. You know what I mean? Um, so you're obviously prepared. And again, you could probably have a couple of chicken waffles. You're going to run it off. All right. I mean, don't go yeah, crazy, yeah. Julian. All right. You're already starting, boss. You don't have to go there. Hard. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You don't put some in your pocket no, during the game. Julian's just going to tell his nutritionist. He's like, well, this fat guy on a podcast told me I can eat chicken waffles. Yeah, but you don't understand. He said, I am allowed to. <laughs> now, what's that? Have you, is that your natural build? Is that something you've, you've sort of hit the gym, hit the weights to try to prepare for a bit more of a physical league? Because a lot of the players, I mean, Joseph Martinez looks like he breaks for powerlifting to play a soccer game. He's like, yeah, I'll take a 90 minute break from powerlifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I've lifted a lot more ever since I came to college. Um, before that, I was kind of just being a little stick as well. So, my college career, um, I've developed a lot more muscle, and uh, now I sometimes wish I was a little, little less, um, to be honest. But uh, it's uh, definitely doesn't hurt, and uh, as of right now, so I'm I'm pretty happy with how I'm built. I guess. Yeah, when you're <laughs> when you're just pushing defenders in the box and get, getting goals in, <laughs> yeah. it comes in yeah. handy. Yeah. Like who's exactly. that dude on uh, who's that dude on uh, on the Tim on the Timbers Powell? Oh, Alvis Powell. Yeah, he's just mushing dudes in the <laughs> face and they're going back sixteen feet. You know, it's uh, the muscles can yeah, play yeah. a big role in this. What if if anything? What is the one thing that you think is that you miss the most from Germany? Whether it has to, whether it involves soccer or uh, foosball, if you will, or anything, or just the culture of America, food, anything at all. What's the one thing that you think you miss the most? Um, I'd probably say my family. I knew you were going to say family. God, you're such a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, I have two younger brothers, and uh, sometimes it's I wish they could watch more games live, and they wouldn't. They don't have to stay up uh, until one a.m. to just watch them on the on the computer all the time. And uh, yeah, just be nice to have them around a lot more. And uh, but um, that's a trade-off, and uh, they'll come to visit decent amount, so it's uh, it's all right. That's pretty cool. I didn't know you had two younger brothers. Do they play soccer as well? Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the youngest one is uh, is gonna gonna be able to make it into the pro ranks as well. He's still he's still trying. All right, what is it, Boca Negra? Who's the dude? I mean, we got to get. Uh... Yeah, yeah, we got we've the, got to get him. Technical director. Yeah, the whole the whole Gressel family. You know, the dog got yeah. techers. Put, put the dog in this joint. One of our you know final questions. Just um. Uh, just sort of looking forward on on uh, on what Atlanta, what their sort of goals are, and uh, you know. But what is? I mean, playing playing with Joseph Martinez, playing with these these uh, uh, just these South American stars. That you, I think what what we're starting to see with, with a lot of MLS players, especially the ones that come from South America, they, they get so much interest from all over the world that they're like, oh, I, you know, we'll kind of try MLS. We'll see. This could be like a hopping off point to to Europe, but what you start seeing with people like you know possibly Amirong, uh, definitely Yamil Assad, that you know he wants to stay. Uh, what is it like playing with these guys? I mean, Villalba, Martinez, Assad, Amirong. What what have these guys meant to this squad? They mean a lot to the squad. I mean, obviously, you see they're being very productive on the field and getting a lot of minutes and all those things. But even off the field, you know, they uh, they. Yeah, give give all those American guys a little different, uh, different cultural perspective and uh, different music coming into the gym and all these things. 
Um, but on the field, they're just very special players. Um, I think everybody sees that, that they can change games, uh, yeah, by themselves, like Miguel or Yosef, you know, like these, or Tito, like these guys are, Tito just wins us the game, for example, in Orlando, you know, like with the, with the wonder strike right there. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, they're just cool guys, you know, to be around with a lot of, yeah, they're funny as well. They, Oh, can you also jokes, can, you know, can you uh, do you have any opinion on their uh, on Yamil Saad and Viaba's Instagram photos because they're was, adorable? Uh, yeah, first of all, that that bromance, <laughs> the bromance is incredible, <laughs> and may, may, yeah, they might not be each other's good friends. Right? They might not be that good of friends because no one's told uh, Justin Martinez to cut that hair out. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's going on with that hair, dude? <laughs> Although Kenwin Jones is the barber, right? Yeah, he's been cutting on the... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he has shirts that say Jones the Barber. He cuts everyone's hair. We got to get a haircut by Kenwin Jones. <laughs> Just a dude that doesn't get his own haircut is a guy who cuts hair. It doesn't make any sense. He's got dreads. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't exactly. make any sense. America's upside down, dude. We're sorry. He's pretty good, actually, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he did Anton Walks, I think. He did that, like, Very that, good. Yeah. that like Odell Beckham hair that okay. he has. Uh, I guess our last question is Guzan just came in. Brad Guzan, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, obviously played in Europe for a long time. American you know, hero, if you will, uh, for the men's national team has, I mean, you haven't played that much with him, but has he sort of brought anything new to the team? I know he's a bit of a, of a vocal leader. Has he, has he changed anything on the team? What do you, what do you think that addition has done so far? Um, he's just a great guy to have around, um, in the team, the locker room, you know, he's, uh, like you said, pretty vocal, um, which definitely helps. Um, and he's not shy as well to, to step in and say something, you know, even if it's a little criticism. Um, so, I mean, he's had so much experience. He's, he has so much experience right now. And he's played, um, obviously, in England a long time and in the league before. Um, so it's, yeah. And he's just a quality player and, uh, and a great, great guy to have in the locker room. And and for me, another person to, to talk to and learn from and, uh, and develop my game with. And, uh yeah, it's just like I said, it's just a just a cool cool guy to have around and uh, and be part of our team. Great. I mean, it's kind of exactly what I think we expected. You know, we we kind of knew he was going to be a vocal guy. We didn't know he was that great of a guy. We figured. Yeah. Yeah, but you never know for sure. That would have been <laughs> hilarious if you were like, he's not that nice of a guy. Uh, but that's <laughs> no, not what he is. said. Yeah. But yeah, that that it is it is usually a thing with uh, with goalkeepers where everyone's just like, well, they're insane. They're, yeah. They have to be to be to do that job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they yell at you twenty four seven. Extent, he kind of is as well. So it's not like he's. Now you know? you need a little a little crazy. Yeah, you got to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of guys barreling at you and you just stand there. Yeah, that's you know that's not my instinct for sure. <laughs> well, Julian, uh, this has been absolutely amazing, man. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your time talking to the Cooligans as well. I know uh, I don't I don't know how often you speak to a pair of comedians who talk about soccer, but uh, yeah, this is what it's like. Well, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you <laughs> guys right. for having me. Uh, Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, where can people? I mean, I, I know that you're you post a lot on on uh, on social media. Where can people follow you and find you? Um, yeah, so Twitter, Instagram, and I actually just created a Facebook page as well. So basically, anywhere. Oh, dope! Um, all right, just, well, uh, guys, go yeah. out there and like that Facebook page. It's all under Julian Gressel, right? Yeah the 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 Instagram I think is Jay Gressel twenty four, and then every every. The other two are Julian Gressel, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, for talking to us. And fans, we'll be right back after this. Hey, guys. Christian here and Alexis. Oh, yeah. Uh, letting you know about the T-shirts. Finally, we're announcing them. The T-shirts. We've got merch, baby. Merch. Uh, Cooligans T-shirts are available now at onthevolleyapparel.com. Uh, pick up a shirt. 
you know you it's got, dope for for yourself for your lady for your mistress obviously your mistress really likes to look good yeah i mean she obviously she wants to look good and I, or he wants to look good whatever you're your into mis- your mister your mister is uh and you know what else it's really cool and we've done it with Honda Valley Apparel uh they've they've uh, been a big sponsor of ours for a long time and they've actually offered to be our partner in selling merch so they actually helped us get off the ground a little earlier check it out go there use the uh the code cooligans you'll get yourself a nice discount and you can buy something else you don't even just have to buy cooligans gear you could buy something else from on the Valley Apparel, uh, but they're really awesome for working with us, and we really love it. Uh, check it out; we're really excited. This is the first time that we have merch. Uh, please go and buy it. Pick one up today. Yeah, baby. Hey guys. Oh, uh, so yeah, that was fun. You know, what we forgot to talk about that was fun. Thank you, Julian Gressel. Um, and thank you, uh, Christian, for telling us all about the interview before anyone even heard it. But still fun, still fun to listen to it. You know, I teased everybody. Uh, he tells you what happens at the end of the movie. Still a good movie to watch. <laughs> uh, Julian, thank you so much for being on. Um, you could tell that he was a little bit, um, you know, sort of a little tired. He just had practice. That's right. Yeah, we didn't uh, address that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, thank you so much. He literally just got off being yelled at by Tata Martino, and now he's, <laughs> you know, talking to us, getting, you know, dumb joke spit in his ear from us but it was really awesome of him to do that and uh yeah i mean you know what a, what a sweetheart of a guy great dude uh yeah we're ha- happy we that was our first atlanta united player so that was very exciting oh uh, yeah and I've, you know we, we love what's going on in so we've had what nycfc we've had uh red bulls uh, red bulls new england revolution and um atlanta atlanta i think that's it no is that it yeah but we have we have steve zakuani not a current player, but he played for Seattle okay. Sounders. Retired. So we, yeah. We had Jimmy Conrad, who's retired Kansas City. So, yeah. I mean. Okay. So we pretty much covered the whole league. Also, Aurelian Collin did play for Sporting Kansas City. So that kind of counts. That kind of counts. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> we're trying to get everybody. In the I, mean, we're, we're, I mean, at this point, I mean, we're on pace. We, we should, um, fans listening, if uh, if there's a, a player that you say, hey, you, the Cooligans should talk to these guys. Why don't you tweet at them and say, hey. Oh, my God. You know how amazing that would be? Just say, hey, uh, you know, Justin Miram. Hey, uh, Ricardo Kaká. Yeah. Kaká. Kaká. Yeah. Why don't you talk to these two dudes? Who kind of talk a lot of caca, but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, do that. Just tweet at them and say, "Hey, you guys should you, you know you should do the Soccer Cooligans podcast. They're they're very funny, and you you will enjoy it." Yeah, guys. Uh, Christian Roldan faves a lot of our tweets. That's right. We would love to get him on the podcast. Message, tweet at him. Yeah, because when we send the messages, it goes directly to spam. He has us blocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. If we can get a sticker on Susanna Collins, by the way, shouts to Susanna Collins. Yeah, thank you so much, Susanna. We're on this week in MLS now. We're officially there. Yeah, we're part of the cast. Caitlin looked down, rolled his eyes. We get it. <laughs> we're, we're practically there. We're going to get a check soon, I think, I guess. Uh, uh, but that, that means the world to us. Yeah, thank Su- you so much Susanna Collins, Collins, who's uh, the host of This Week in MLS. You, you see her on, on MLS digital platforms all the time. She uh, she put a Cooligan sticker on her laptop. So if you watch This Week in MLS, the, on their YouTube channel, you'll see our logo right there, right in this, right on the screen. Does it get better than that? So cool, so awesome. So yeah, and also we forgot to mention Football Vogue Fives. Oh yeah, that way we didn't. Talk what about. a great tournament! Uh, yeah, that's something that uh, you know. Hopefully, you guys watched our our Instagram uh, and Snapchat stories. We hosted another soccer tournament, which we love doing now. I mean, yeah. that's like a, it's like part of our... It's a, it's a job now. Yeah, I mean, that's part of what we do. This is, I mean, <laughs> making better the money than the podcast. That's for damn sure. But uh, it's a great. It's an opportunity to get out there. And basically, all we do is we get paid to make fun of people while they play soccer. <laughs> Does it get better than that? It's... Uh, it, and there were a couple a couple players that knew who we were already. Oh, my God. We had so many fans there. That, yeah, I mean, two, three. Uh, uh, whatever. So shut many. up. Stop. <laughs> Don't take that away from us. <laughs> 
So many. We had so more many. than a I couple. Mean, more le- than a couple. Legions. Oh, okay. I mean, they were getting in the way. There were so many of them. Hordes. <laughs> Thank God the fencing was up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. So, shout out again to Football Vogue Fives. And that was, the tournament was so uh, well done. And, and, and the, the quality was great. And some of the great games. Oh, my God. The quality, the level of quality. I was like, are there scouts here? There should be. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of like... Uh, players who like maybe play for the college team or yeah. i mean they yeah they were they were some a little bit of a little got a little feisty sometimes little oh fights. boy oh little, boy yeah a little, yeah it was wagwan fc <laughs> came through stunting we've had now the last two tournaments we've had we've had two teams full of jamaican dudes who are just <laughs> out there yelling at each other get their bum clap ball yeah they're way more angry at each other than the, their opponent they are yeah they don't I even f- care the opponent's not even there <laughs> it's about them you miss my pass man <laughs> so um yeah that was that was a lot of fun that way it's great a, great time great time doing that so um and, and shouts to the free beers at uh the gotham market at the ashland yeah. That was really dope. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a weird shout out. Just the general free beers. Oh, free dude, beer. Shout out to free beers. <laughs> First of all, is there anyone that doesn't like free beer? <laughs> but to, to spend time, to spend airtime to be like, hey guys, just a quick moment. It's, it's almost like a Sally Struthers commercial interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> spend all your time with. <laughs> guys, we just want to take a, take a moment out of your day. Actually, can we, can we do that? Can we have a moment <laughs> of silence for every time you've ever gotten a free beer? Awesome, right? Oh my God, <laughs> was that was that worth it? That was uh, just a very sweet moment. It really yeah. touched me. We we also one time went seven minutes dead air because we were both googling something. <laughs> so I think, people, people are used to it. Yeah, I think people <laughs> will shout out a free beer. Yeah, I hope everyone listening also closed their eyes and did a moment yeah, of silence. Unless you're driving, <laughs> uh, drunk, driving drunk. Oh my God! Well, with that free beer, that free beer, you, you got, got free beer. <laughs> We've now spent seven <laughs> minutes talking about dumb free beer. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but there were a lot of, there were a lot of games. Uh, there were some gold cup games and, uh, uh, and MLS. So let, let's go with uh, gold cup. We, we know what the final is going to be. It's going to be USA. Exactly who you expect. Exactly. USA <laughs> versus Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. That's what everyone, uh, you know, predicted since, yeah. uh, since day one. I thought it was going to be El Salvador versus Honduras, so I was a little upset. <laughs> Very, yeah, yeah, those two powerhouses, those <laughs> so- soccer god. <laughs> so uh, great game. Obviously, uh, the U.S. Uh, played against Costa Rica, and no, no Rodney Wallace in this one. I, I honestly think if Rodney Wallace was there, the game might have been. A, a- Why did he not play? He's he, not injured. Ha- injured, yeah, no. ha- ha- uh, hamstring injury, I believe. So he's he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Uh, they, I mean, U.S., I mean, they should be Costa Rica. I'm not, not that they should be Costa Rica every time. Anything could happen, but they would. Well, no, I mean, if you remember that snowball game, we needed, like, you know, three feet of snow on the ground to beat them. They're, Costa yeah. Rica is ridiculously tough, and they also play very tough against us. Yeah, the, but this game, uh, you know, the U.S. was uh, pretty dom- dominant. They had the, the I mean, they, they, they didn't know what... Um, uh, like they, they didn't know who I, I, most of the game, I I think the first goal was like in the, almost the 80th minute or something like that yeah. with Josie Altador. Uh, but all the, because of Dempsey Dempsey. I mean, just the man's a damn hero. Just tied. I kind of t- got to eat my words a little bit. Oh yeah. You hate him. Now, right? No, don't hate him. I just think you hate his, you hate his dumb heart. I for not working correctly. Get out of here with your dumb, stupid, <laughs> malfunctioning heart. It's got nothing to do with you. It's your stupid heart. Uh, it, I don't think. It's hard for me to say this still. I don't think we're in the right place as a as a, soccer wise if we go into the World Cup with him as a starter. 
Yeah. And I feel bad saying he should only be a super sub. And I did say that he could be a super sub. Um, But clearly, and also, again, this is our C squad. If we go into the World Cup with the squad that was out on that pitch or out on that field before Dempsey came in, we've obviously made a major mistake. Well, this is this is not. I wouldn't say it's a C squad because obviously, obviously, when they 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 brought in those those reinforcements, it's a hybrid. B. This is a B B plus. Yeah. All right. This is a pretty good team. That actually scares me even more. Um, <laughs> well, if we need that and we need Dempsey in order to make them click, we're way further behind than we expect. Uh, I mean, I think it's difficult to draw that conclusion from from any Gold Cup match. You know, there, there are a lot of players that are not there. So that, we're that, also that, not playing a high level of competition. No offense, Ticos, but no, no. But I mean, that's th- not Germany. But beating Costa Rica two nil. That that that's great. I'm not I'm not I'm not in panic mode right now. But we needed Dempsey. I mean, you know what I mean. Like I I don't know what to tell you. We needed a 35 year old. That's it's it's so odd to me. It that that, who raps terribly. You feel that way. That it's like a good thing happened, and and a good player did it. And but you somehow that taints the the it's result. Like, it's like winning a fight because your mom hit the guy. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, yes. Would I? Would I? <laughs> that's such a stupid <laughs> analogy. I, I almost I almost let it go because I was like, hold on. <laughs> You're right now thinking, how much free beer did he have? <laughs> you wouldn't be happy that your mom knocked somebody out because no. I'd be like, yo, mom, do your I thing. Needed, I needed my mom to win a fight. It's like needing your older brother to win a fight. I didn't have an older brother. All I had his mom. Okay. Okay, I, I I don't think this look, but you're also taking away from the fact that Clint Dempsey just tied Landon Donovan from the most goals, you know, for for the for the U.S. I mean, I just did the biggest eye roll in history. <laughs> I get it. I'm excited for it. I'm happy for it. And to some degree, I was very I was very supportive and very happy on Twitter. I was the one who was controlling the Twitter at that time. People must have thought it was you because it was very pro Dempsey. Um, I'm I'm happy with everything that happened. Now, hindsight, looking back, we shouldn't need him to do that. We shouldn't have looked that much better with him. He was incredible. But look, I say, look, if you have if you have this the players available, scare you? it doesn't scare me at all. Really? Mm-hmm. We're about to go into a World Cup. It does, no, it doesn't scare We're me. We're our most dynamic no, the player that makes us fucking tick is 35 no. years old on and this, has a bad ticker. On this, Jeez, on, this on this particular squad, Dempsey being successful doesn't worry me about the future because I know that in the World Cup, Bobby Wood's going to be there. Christian Pulis is going to be there. So, so when Christian Pulis scores, we are happy about the future. You, we you, should be. Yeah, He's young. <laughs> so that that's like it's just it's like a weird ageism that you have. It's not a weird ageism. In in twelve months. Will Christian Pulisic be further developed than he is now and better than he is now? And in 12 months, will Clint Dempsey be no, further? No, th- that's the question. It will, will Pulisic, yes, he's young. He's going to continue to develop. Will, will Dempsey be a better player in 12 months? Yes. No, he might be in a rocking chair. <laughs> I disagree. I th- no, I think he still has. I think he has this last. This is obviously his last World Cup. And I think he's. I think he's going to be fine. I, I maybe He probably won't start. That's, that's also a possibility. He shouldn't start. I don't know about that. I mean, if he keeps doing things like, like that, he's doing in like in in this game, he's earned he's earned the starting I, spot. You, you're just not thinking about the the future. You're just not. You're not thinking about how difficult that's going to be. He's going to be in Russia. He can't run for ninety minutes, and he probably won't. He probably won't run for ninety minutes. But you said if he starts, 
So he, he can't get subbed off? What, in the 50th? In the, fi- in the 50th, 55th, 65th, 70th? Who cares? He might have to get subbed off in the 35th. <laughs> I, 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 and I know all the Seattle I, Sounders fans listening are driving. Very, I think you're, you're really underestim- underestimating how, how, where his fitness level is. I don't think it matters where his fitness level is. There's just a, a time. I mean, you know. You know what? I think, he's, I think Clint Dempsey's going to prove you wrong. That's Him and Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> Why are they still on the team? Clearly, he has the skill to have. So he, he can give something to the team. Clearly, Dempsey can. It's and a, I'll take that back. It's, it's strange because you constantly complain about where U.S. development is, and it's not where it should be. So if it's not where it should be, then that means the older guys are going to be getting are going to be playing longer. So this and proves if, my point. But if they're also bringing results, it, it makes no sense to complain. You're complaining about uh, on both ends of the spectrum. You're complaining that the young guys are not good enough and the old guys are too good to be too old. They're too old to be that good. No, this is my point. <laughs> is we should have someone that can play at this level, if not better. The next round of players we develop have to be better than the previous round. That's just how development should and be. And that's fine to be. So to be a but Dempsey needing Dempsey means we don't have anyone else. That's right, but to be mad at Dempsey for being successful I'm makes not mad no at Dempsey. sense. I'm very happy with Dempsey. <laughs> I'm mad that we need Dempsey. Okay, okay. The fact that my mom can knock dudes out is awesome. <laughs> I shouldn't need her to knock dudes out and fight my fights for me. Does that make sense? That does make sense. But that and and that is a concern that is not really uh, specific to this particular match. So you that's you can get mad about that every single soccer game you watch. Okay, well, this is what made me <laughs> mad after this match. During the match, I was ex- as excited as anyone else. That free kick goal, oh my God. That was beautiful. That was amazing. I, I was watching it. I, I, I had a show. I, it was in, I was in, uh, in Prospect Park Lefferts Gardens, and we were in a Mexican restaurant. And I was like so happy that the game was on. And and I was talking to uh, this. Do you know Dan Hurwitz? He's a, a, yeah. a director. He directs a bunch of stuff. Uh, and I'm sitting next to him. He doesn't. I'm telling him about the game because he hasn't. He wasn't paying attention to the Gold Cup. And I was like, Yo, look, Dempsey's about to take this free kick. And I love every time he takes a free kick. He does this little. That little hop, that little step. He, yeah. he does. He, First of all, he he has his head down. He's looking at you like he's wearing a brim, like a hat. <laughs> he looks at you like like a Cha, Jabba Chamberlain used to look at you. you yeah. Know, the Yankees pitcher. He would look at you. He he sizes up the entire squad. Yeah. And he, he does. I love the way he takes a free kick because he does a, a sidestep. Yeah. He, it's very different from, uh, from a lot of the it's like, a, it's like a field goal. Yeah, he kind of does. He almost does it like a field goal. Uh, I mean, I was telling him, I'm like, oh, look, he's gonna he's gonna step back. He's gonna do a little sidestep, and then like with swag, go up to the go up to the ball, and then just that, just curled it perfectly around the, the wall. Around the wall, the keeper was just like, nah, man, you're just you're he. That's he knew. Like, There's no way you're gonna hit that. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it was great, and it was just it was just it's just great to see him still being successful, even though oh. Who do we need? We need him. Well, Josie Altador scored. When did you, so what, when did, I don't have an accent. <laughs> we need him. We didn't, we didn't technically need him because Josie Altador scored the game-winning goal. So if he doesn't make that turn, that ball's getting thrown out wide, and Josie's going to miss another header. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, look, I'm, I have a lot of confidence about the squad that's coming up. I, you know, I want to see Nagby. I want to see Pulisic. I want to see guys like Christian Wildon get another run. And you will. I want to see Rowe. I want to see those guys. And you will. The fact that we needed Dempsey to play out of his his mind, 
world class level, all those things. They they want is a bad thing for us. The U.S. wants this trophy more more than either you know the, the, more than Mexico did because they didn't you know they the, the the you know Juan Carlos Osorio couldn't get any new players because their clubs would not release their players. Well, so, their apertura just started. It's still no excuse. Which, by the it's way, a, you know, it's it's what is a club over country now? Playing for your country is usually more important yeah, and more not, significant. Gold Cup isn't. That's what know, I'm saying. But it's an ancillary the US, tournament. The U.S. wants to win this tournament, so that's it. That's why. That's why Dempsey's there. That's why the, the, a lot of the, their better players are back. And so, and that's well, it. And that's we the, need the confidence boost from winning it anyway. You know. Yeah. So let them let them have something. Let them yeah. try. Let and them this try gives us get, the Confederations Cup, right? The winner. Uh, yeah, the winner of this gold cup gets it, to go to the Confederations Cup for the Qatar World Cup. Wait, so we got to play in Qatar twice? No, no, no. So the gold cup is every two years. I think they might change it. But the 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 winner of the gold the next gold cup plays the winner of the previous gold cup, and that winner gets to go to the unless the, unless you win the gold cup two times in a row, then you just go then to you just go because you can't play yourself. Exactly. Well, I mean, be interesting if I think putting Dempsey in as a starter, you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DJ Khaled. Not bad. <laughs> I found a way to do it. Uh, I paused it for a second because I wasn't sure I was able to. <laughs> Congratulations. You, you played, played yourself. <laughs> so uh, Has anyone ever done less and gotten more than DJ Khaled? <laughs> I, uh, what does he do? He does. He, he's done a lot. He's done, what, well, he's, one thing he does. Been a DJ, but he's 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 he doesn't DJ anymore. He doesn't DJ anymore, but that's why that's why what has he done to earn the money he does? He's a, he's he's incredible at marketing, and he's a he's a great networker. He is the male Kim Kardashian. I w- I wouldn't go that. He far. does nothing. You he hear got, his voice a lot. He got a big ass, big ass like Kim. Oh though. my god, yes he does. <laughs> and probably got the same size titties. Um, kid's beautiful. Asad, Asad yeah. yeah. Asad. Y- Yamil, <laughs> Yamil, Asad, DJ Khaled, beautiful family, beautiful kid. <laughs> so, um, and he also would never say that I'm the best. Go watch that video. <laughs> well, that's right. You, yeah, met him. Yeah, you met yeah. him. He refused to say, that Alexis, you the best. I wanted him to say it. he wouldn't do it. He doesn't. He doesn't just give that away to anybody. Apparently, <laughs> real well, prude. Unlike that. Kim Kardashian, she oh, gives yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little too much. What happened to Chris Humphreys anyway? Uh, he what is he found dead? No, no, <laughs> he played for L.A. I think. Oh, I Brooklyn. Know. He was on Brooklyn. He was then. on Brooklyn, but he he left Brooklyn. I, he, the Bucks, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Don't remember where he went. Ended up. He at. might be in Europe. Uh, so the U.S. is going to be playing Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica uh, shockingly defeated Mexico. I mean, look, they were a tough team to score against. Uh, yeah. They gave a couple away to Mexico. Um, what you, no, no. The first game against Mexico, was it was no-no. No-no. Nobody scored. So. Yeah, I was like, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, so th- this... Uh, Jamaica, I saw a couple of the games during the Gold Cup. Obviously, they beat Canada 2-1. to one, That was the game we saw at the Hemidor event. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jamaica-Mexico, Yeah, right? Mexico, yeah. yeah. That was no-no. The... Jamaica overall, they're, they're, a lot of their their guys are not the most technical. They, they you know they don't have too much technical. It's ability. a lot of clearing the ball. They play a super super defensive game because they know obviously who they're playing against. Right. And uh, and Mexico really just they had a couple chances, but Andre Blake is Stonewall. The Stonewall. The goalkeeper of I mean of the year. I mean he's just been. Uh, uh, even I mean Philadelphia had a, they had a tough start, but 
you know, they've been they had a, a pretty good streak of, of winning games for a while. But Andre Blake is just on fire right now. He's playing so, so well. He's making unbelievable saves over and over. Yeah. He's the only reason Jamaica's uh, made it to the final. But that goal from Kamar Lawrence, uh, that free kick was just spectacular. I mean, just uh, incredible. Uh, not uh, he's not the guy. He's he's but, he's, a, he's a what the the left back for uh for, for the New York Red, Red Bulls. Red Bulls, yeah. The last person I'm I'm thinking What's in his name Taxi? That's his nickname. Uh I don't know. I think it's Taxi. Juan, Juan Escalante, if you're listening, is it I think his nickname <laughs> is Taxi. How about how about instead of asking the fans, how about I just look it up while we're on the air? But that that free kick was you know, he he's not the guy. I mean, he he's on the Red Bulls. He's not the guy anybody's looking to to be taking, taking no. Free kicks. I, he might be like fourth. He might now be one though. But that, that that was impressive and and what a cool uh, moment. I was watching. I was watching the game, and his nickname is Taxi. Okay, I'm I'm really glad we've assorted that out. It was very important to me. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Wait till you see the fine for that one. <laughs> um. That the, that whole moment, because obviously taking down, you know, they, Jamaica beat uh, the U.S. in the last Go Cup from a free kick from Giles Barnes. Yeah. Uh, and then this one was, uh, I, some could say, I mean, taking down Mexico is obviously the, it's a bigger deal than taking down the U.S. Uh, uh, I think they're both equal. Okay. So Just because we're, they're the two powerhouses. We are yeah. the two in CONCACAF that everyone shoots for. And, but the, the moment that go went in, how cool was it? Kamar was just like, no, there's about, there were about six, six, why? seven minutes left. I still don't know why he was like, don't celebrate. He, I think they were just so focused on, on, on staying defensive that they were like, they were like, let's not even waste an ounce of energy. But he was like, yeah, he was telling everyone like, get off me. And then at some point they all knelt down. Yeah. I still don't understand that. If, if anyone, if, there, if we got any uh, Jamaican brethren listening, uh, let me know what the hell did that, was that about? I, I mean, I, my, I gather that it was just like, uh, let's not let's not let's finish the job before we go crazy. Yeah, I'm not even, sure because it seemed like I'm like, did he play for Mexico at one point? Like you know, <laughs> you don't celebrate against the team you score against. Did uh, also the 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 coach, what the the manager for for Jamaica was also oddly didn't celebrate. I've never seen anything like that. It's very odd. Like he was sitting slouched. Yeah, he was just like oh, another goal. This oh, again. <laughs> we get it. They, Ball went in the net. I think. I think. Yeah, I think that just the mentality was just like. Let's see it out. See it out. Yeah. yeah. Let's not let's not, uh, you know, celebrate too soon. Let's not go too crazy. Let's just let's just do the job. And I mean, they they very much did. I mean, they, they played well. I, you know, they again, uh, Mexico had a, a bunch of chances. And look, if Andre Blake is not there, Jamaica is not getting this result. But yeah. they really I mean, they really busted their ass to, to, to get that result. So good. Good on them. I think the I think the U.S. has. Uh, I don't, you know, not necessarily should be worried or afraid, but they not they they should not underestimate Jamaica. Not many teams have been scoring against Jamaica throughout this whole tournament. So no, and it's they're going to be hard to break down. But I think this is an opportunity to do the three at the back because you can overload the midfield, which I think is where they get problems. Because if you, the yeah. one thing I will notice about Jamaica is they will they will a lot like I do. You they over you know when we play you're, FIFA, you're overloaded in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> They they overcommit, you know yes. what I mean. So I think that's an opportunity to exploit. That was too good. <laughs> Fuck you. 
That was too good. I can't even continue with what I'm saying. That was fast. This is what the people say. Like, why do you have Christian as a, as a host? He's not funny. There you go. That just proved it. Oh, good. Look, wow, the first example. Christian's like, wait a minute. People are saying that about me? Oh, my God. Yeah, but I tell D all the time. Don't worry about it. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the Gold Cup is uh, is tonight. Um, nine, I think the kickoff is like 9.45. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be exciting. So um, uh, Tonight when they're listening. Tonight when they're listening to yeah. this Wednesday. They, the audience, yes. The audience, correct. Uh, and obviously everybody listens on the day it comes out. People are waiting. Right. No one listens to it the day before. Are you listening <laughs> to us now? Please don't do that. Are you hiding in the closet? <laughs> uh, but there were a couple uh, MLS matches that, that were great. MLS is... Uh, back a lot of teams had uh you know two games they played on Wednesday and 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 over the weekend yep uh one thing I'm curious about is I don't know why MLS does this so often but they schedule game they, they schedule Wednesday games uh and then so, then some teams have uh Saturday games as opposed to a Sunday a Sunday game, game. What, just give them the extra, extra damn day it just seems uh, maybe uh, look whatever there's could be a, a million scheduling whatever I mean they issue. did just have two weeks off also so I mean uh, you know still I, I get it, but it's not that big a deal. Regardless, uh, let's talk about the 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 Friday night game. Because oh, hold on a second. Yep, his nickname his nickname is Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Double we confirm. <laughs> Double confirm. We have to. We need two sources before we can <laughs> yeah. confirm. Anything. ESPN <laughs> rules here. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about the Friday night game because this was, I think, the game a lot of people were looking forward to. Orlando, uh, or Orlando, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking forward to it. And <laughs> Orlando and Atlanta. Um, uh, we talked about this a little bit with uh, Julian, but this game was... Uh, it lived up to the hype, for it, sure. It really did. And I'm I'm so glad it didn't end uh, nil-nil, because it, it looked that way uh, for a long time. They, I think both teams were uh, were playing to not lose. Yeah. Because losing would have been really bad. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a sign of one of those, like, this is what to expect out of the playoffs, is both teams kind of sitting back. And yeah. be like, oh, you bring the ball up a little bit and see what happens. You know, it's a lot of that. Uh, but so many uh, great chances from uh, Orlando probably should have won this game uh, with with the, the quality chances that they did have. If it wasn't for the posts. If it wasn't <laughs> yeah. for the posts, if it wasn't for Braguzan. Braguzan was crazy. He's incredible. First, and this is what I think a lot of people were a little nervous about bringing him in because I can't remember the, the previous goalkeeper's name. Ale- Ale Khan. Ale Khan. He played so well. Uh, he 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 was great, and that that is a, a little bit of a concern, right? When like you have a, a keeper that's doing a great job and 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 right. basically keeping you uh, uh, keeping you afloat above the red line. I know Atlanta was like in uh, they were like seventh place for for a little while, but he was doing a very good job. But here's the thing: like most teams, and we've talked about this early, early on. A lot of teams all over the world have four goalkeepers because you want a lot of goalkeeper competition and training. Mm-hmm. It's what keeps everyone on their toes. I mean, clearly. Uh, Guzan came in and was like, I mean, Guzan, Guzan's the better keeper. There's no sure, but I mean, he's got a lot of competition in that because they, first of all, you probably also trust Khan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Why not? He's clearly played well. So at the end of the day, yeah, Guzan probably deserves to start, but it's not going to be easy for him. He's not just going to walk on DP style and be like, "Well, you pay me a lot of money, so you got to start me." Yeah, I agree. So the 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 goal, the only goal came from uh, Hector Tiro Villalba. Uh, and what a monster! Just unbelievable goal! Just an absolute blast! I mean, this this goal uh, came in eightieth, uh, 80th? 80th or something, yeah. 80, 81st minute. And after, you know, uh, uh, Atlanta really didn't have 
a, a shot as good as this uh, throughout the entire game. I know they had a couple chances. Almiron just kind of... Uh, uh, I wouldn't even call this a, that great of a shot either because it was outside of the box. I mean, it was just... Really, it was like, oh, I have a little bit of space. Well, Let's take a, Might as well take a shot. I, I would say that. They, they didn't have a, 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 that many opportunities with that much space. Right. And obviously, not many players can, can strike a, a ball that cleanly. Uh, <laughs> just a, a, it was a bullet. It, it was a bullet. It was, it was like, he was like, curl? No, no, thank you. No, this uh, is straight. No, I... We put a straight on this I, yeah. No, we got a perm, baby. <laughs> this thing is going perfectly straight. Um, and it, 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 it was just it was just incredible. And it was it, you can sense the the, the frustration uh, from that game, and 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 also the you know the the the, the heated sort of passions and the, and rivalry beforehand. Where we were talking about the billboard. I I made a joke on on Twitter like that. Uh, uh, Villalba hit that ball so hard that it looked like the billboard was his idea. Yeah, uh, because he really he was like, I don't want to look bad. After. Yeah, he angry about this. <laughs> yeah, he angry about something. Did somebody say something about his mom? Because she will knock you out. Uh, yeah, but you know, I I think even bigger than that goal was was Guzan. I think Guzan uh, to me was more the man of that match because there were so many great. Specter headed the ball. Uh, I think he had two great headers that that uh, Guzan saved, and there was also that absolute rocket uh, from uh, uh, what's it, Revis? Yeah, Revis. Which guy? That guy's got a what? His quads must be out of this world. <laughs> That dude's got a rocket for a foot. He blasted a ball so hard. I couldn't believe Guzan just like caught it in his body. Yeah. Then I'm just like, dude, you're, you, you Your must be win- broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you, I was, I was just playing uh, this, this weekend. We lost one nil to uh, Yaku again. You're getting so close to winning. It's, it's so, so frustrating. But I, I, uh, there was a, a, a ball that went in the air uh, and the defender like cleared it with his head and it bounced right into like my ribs. And I was like, out of breath immediately. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. So I'm like taking, blocking a shot and catching the ball from, uh, from Carlos Rivas seems like a nightmare. Yeah. And he did it with ease. Well, remember we did that thing at Sportica and like they were, everyone was shooting the ball and then like the one tall Irish dude or Englishman came over and he kicked the ball, like kind of like what a professional would do. And it, the sound it made when it hit the wall, I was like, why would anyone even pretend to stop these balls? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to have a death wish. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd be afraid to be in the way of that shot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, great game. And, and obviously Atlanta gets, the, gets this rivalry started. Uh, with with the victory, and I was saying, you know, I know the billboard was taken down, but I, I was saying that if if Atlanta goes to Orlando after this billboard is right outside the stadium, and, and they lose, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. lose, you know how bad that looks. I would leave that billboard up forever. Yeah, <laughs> just you conquered what? Though? I would just write when, <laughs> <laughs> when exactly, when when is this conquering thing going to happen? <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, a great game. Even though it was one nil, uh, it was great. Uh, great the, match. The, the, the entire match. Um, which should also talk about um, New York City FC against the Chicago Fire. Another match. I'm really upset I didn't get to watch. Yeah, this was a bummer. Obviously, I was in Miami, so I couldn't do anything. No, no, we were in. No, this was the tournament. Yeah, I'm yeah. in Miami for the Atlanta match. That's right. Um, we were. Uh, we were hosting the tournament, so we couldn't go. We we wanted to go to this game, and, and boy, do I wish we would have been able. And to that, go. I mean, what a game we, that we missed! And it, it happens sometimes, you know. Sometimes you got to make some sacrifices uh, for the Cooligans. It's what we do for the fans. That's right. That's what we do. So, uh, New York City FC wins this game two to one, but they win after losing Young Hell Herrera to a red card in the twelfth minute. So they, 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 I mean, virtually seventy eight minutes, seventy eight minutes of ten men 
and at at one point they were up two nil. This is crazy. Hold on a second, but that's not even this. Ten men against a full squad that hadn't lost in eleven matches. Yeah, and top of the East right now. No, well, Toronto's well, top Toronto's of top of the East, but, but second above, above above us, and the team to beat really, other than Toronto, the team to beat. So. We NYCFC needed to win this match just to stay on pace to try to get into the top. Yeah. Um, you know, you obviously want to finish first. They're clearly in the playoff run without a doubt. But you obviously want to beat these other teams. You needed to win this one to get there. And they go down to 10 men. You think, well, that's over, especially young Hal Herrera, which moved the needle. He was a, he's one of those players that moves the needle when he comes in. He's one of those guys that makes us better. Yeah, yeah, and when he was gone for a while with the injury, we're like, "Oh, great!" You know, and now, especially defensively, he's 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 great on the ball and everything, but defensively, he's a workhorse. Yeah, for sure. All of the negatives of having someone like Pirlo in, he erases because he's athletic. He's a bit younger. He runs around more. Mm-hmm. He really protects that back line. And God, what a great job he did! But I think all credit right now goes to David Villa. No one, I don't think I've ever seen. I again, I had to watch the highlights, but I don't think I've ever seen someone that gassed at the end of a match. Yeah, there was the. There's a a moment that uh, he he had posted uh, just uh, he got subbed off for Sean Coley uh, towards the end and at a, about the 90th minute yeah and he was just after the spent. final spent after the final whistle he was just like nearly in tears and then, and emotionally emo- spent yeah yeah he put yeah. his head in his hands in a very positive I can't believe we did this he later on came out to say it was the toughest match he's ever played in yeah which is that which, man's been in a World Cup final yeah which is a big very big statement and uh, uh and the first thing he did after you know being that emotional he just went and hugged all the fans that there was were, a couple fans yelling I love you David I love you and he goes and hugs him one guy hugged ki- him one kissed ki- him on the back of the head kissed him on the back of the head which is very adorable. You took it too far, my dude. <laughs> How much do you love this guy? And what do you mean by love? Because this is way too much. You took it one step too far. I thought it was very sweet. And and for, of course you would. From from especially from New York soccer fans, you don't really think of uh, of uh, from just New York sports fans. You don't really think of They're very abrasive. Yeah, very abrasive. So, but and soccer touches uh, us in a way that makes us a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, and and, and to see that and to see. I mean, it was a it was a great uh, uh, image of seeing how much New Yorkers care about soccer. But it also goes to show how how much we appreciate the fact that David Villa has literally put it all on the line every time he's out there. Yeah, I don't think, and and I'm not speaking as an NYCFC fan. I'm speaking as an MLS fan. I can't remember. Maybe Keen, maybe Keen. Someone can argue the point. I've never seen someone go out there and really just love the league, become a member of the league, try to push the, the, the league forward, and left it all out there as a DP. Play as if they, they needed to keep the squad yeah. just to pay his bills. Like You know what I mean? To keep on the squad. I've never seen someone literally put it all out there. God, what a wonderful player. What a wonderful human being to have a part of this league. I agree. I agree. I mean, his, uh, his goal, uh, he, he scored the first goal. And Jonathan Lewis, Jonathan first Lewis, start, first start, the rookie, the first round pick for for NYCFC, sends a cross diagonally to the top of the box, a little bit behind him, and off a of volley. You know what? When I saw this, when I saw the pass, I was like, seems like a little bit of a strange pass to because he 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 lobbed it. He but he, not he, lobbed it, but like he you know. tried to curl it. Yeah, yeah, it was a good pass, and he got it to David Villa. Yeah, he finessed it. He tried to curl it diagonally, like around the box. But when I saw the goal. I was honestly the first thing I thought was like the balls. Yeah. To not take a touch. Yeah. To just take to I mean the the pass wasn't like the sharpest pass in the world. No. It was fine. 
Uh, and it got it got to its destination. But the the goal yeah. to take that shot without taking a touch is insane. I mean, literally, I I can't. I don't even know if an, any other player would have even taken the shot. If it missed, you think. Oh, you yeah. Why would you wasted he, that you, opportunity? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But he, he it was a uh, yeah. He just uh, a pass from from like a big uh, semi cross to some degree. Yeah, and it looked like he was shooting it yeah. around around Avia. Yeah. yeah, and Via did not let it touch the ground. No, he volleyed it Vo- one time, and it diagonally cuts across the face of the goal through all the defenders. Yeah, it bounces twice. It like skipping a rock is what it looked like. Yeah. Into the goal, shocked, crazy. Yeah, I've watched it four or five times. I'm like, how's that possible? <laughs> yeah, it, it it is one of those goals that you're like, why in the world did he do that? Why yeah. would he do that? And then it goes in, and you're like, well, that's David. Yeah, <laughs> David Villa being David Villa. The other thing I watched a couple times was Jack Harrison oh. just confusing the hell out of Sebastian <laughs> Schweinsteiger and another defender. Those that they ran into each other. That's how much uh, Jack Harrison crossed them up, giving them the business. Yeah, I mean, terrible cross after that, but yeah. I mean. What a wonderful and Maxi Morales was back. I, I didn't get to watch the match. How did he play? Do you? He played well. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he you didn't would, watch the match either, but you, you know, I did. Right? I did watch the match because I watched the replay. You uh, watched the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing, Alexis. Wow. I actually care about my you. You already knew the score. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, but Maxi Morales, I, I, I think his, his, uh, he was responsible for the goal that David Ockham scored because he didn't clear it. He, he had an opportunity. Well, no, he cleared it into Ockham, who, by the way, didn't even try. Yeah, that wasn't a shot. But it he, bounced, it ricocheted like off his shin guard. But my, a monster of a yeah, yeah. He had an opportunity to get rid of it sooner, and he and he did. Yeah, that, that for was, sure. That was just basically the problem. But the the other incredible moment from that match was the 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 second goal from Briant? from Frederick Briant taking boots to the head. I mean, I've never seen anything. This was, I mean, it's dangerous. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was dumb. Just, I was just <laughs> genuinely concerned for this man's well being. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he, he, he uh, you know, on, on the broadcast, they were like, oh, this is a very brave header. And, and like the fact that he went in for it, but this was ridiculous. Yeah. He like, he put his head down where your feet could, uh, the defender's feet can easily go. Well, and he, they did. It was, a, it was on a set piece and he, he, he headed the ball great. I mean, uh, but it just, it went right into Lampson, into the keeper. Yeah, so it ricocheted. Ricocheted up. Like knee level. Yeah. And, and, uh, Briant just stuck his head in and got, you know, and got the goal, but he took two kicks to the he head. Two, I mean, he got it was like a vice of like, yeah. Uh, if your head is about, and but the vice is two football boots, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it looked, it it may have looked worse than it actually was. I don't know, but it, it, I was he was out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Also, Ben Sweat and they they collided heads yeah. with, with Brian. Ben Sweat was uh, he got he got so blood. I don't know exactly how. He's doing uh, after that, but that that one also looked uh, pretty bad. Th- there were so many reasons why NYCFC should have lost this game, yeah. and the uh, level of of bravery and heart it took to to win it was incredible. Well, Nemanja Mik- Nikolic hitting the post with like a minute to go. No, no, and- that was uh, Arturo Alvarez. No, no, Arturo Alvarez side netted it after that. First, oh, it, the first one, yes. It yes, clangs yes. off the post, finds its way to Arturo Alvarez. The entire defender, all the defenders, switch their focus over to him. He takes one step forward, and you're thinking, this guy played for Barca. It's in the back <laughs> of the net. And all of a sudden, it hits the side netting, and then it hits the, the, the sort of billboard in the back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, my God. I mean, look, when, when, you have, uh, if, when you win a game with 10 men for 80 minutes... Some you need some luck. There's a couple lucky. If plays. you walk away with a draw, you're like, I can't believe I drew against the team with only ten men. That's exactly. a win. It, it feels to, like a win. To be up two nil and 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 
also Sean Johnson played out of his mind. Yeah, that he he made a, a, a stop. Kapelhoff took that shot and that that deflected off a ring and was definitely last second, last second definitely going in. Yeah. Uh, and Johnson put a hand on that, so that he was uh, incredible. Yeah, uh, Sean Johnson. Happy to have him back as an NYCFC fan. Uh, if you're a Chicago Fire fan, and you're listening to this. How did that feel, DJ Step? Let us know. How did that feel, man? <laughs> Must have been a tough one. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> exactly. We'll you know be. he's got his own jersey coming out. I did see that. All right, well, I put a message. Send him a message. <laughs> How are we going to cop one of these joints? Hook it up, dog. Come on. We're, we're big DJ Step fans. That's right. So <laughs> that's all it takes to get putting it out there. Uh, so um, uh, a couple other games. Uh, we should talk about both uh, Seattle games. Seattle played uh, against, uh, they played against DC United. Quickly. Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> We've been doing this for a uh, while. Uh, Seattle played against DC United and they also uh, played against uh, San Jose. Uh, but the the Wednesday night game against uh, DC United, where DC United was up three goals. To Which you're like, yeah, I mean, just the mercy rule. You're up three, <laughs> shut it down. And Seattle's like, nah, son. Miraculously ends up winning this game four to three. I, I watching this game, and this, yeah, and they came, they, they came back in the second half, I believe. In the second half. Uh, wh- I mean, DC, we know, is uh, the probably the worst team in MLS they right now. They can't score. I don't know how. What, ben Olsen, right? Van Olsen's the coach. Yeah. I don't know how he still has his job. Uh, they cannot score. They finally score three goals. And you think, you know what? Let's go with a 10-0-0 formation. <laughs> and let's just hold it and make sure that this doesn't go anywhere. What happened? Yeah, it looked <laughs> it, it, it very surprising that uh, obviously they can uh, lose uh, any any lead, any team can lose a lead like that. Oh, but you're, you're on, you know, you're on the road. I know playing in Central Link can't be the easiest, but when you're up three, it's probably a little bit easier. I uh, mean, you know, if you walked into a game and you were like, "Look, you're better at me than FIFA," right? If you said, "Yo, I'll spot you three goals," I'd be like, "You know, I feel a little bit better about my situation <laughs> here. I think I could win." But yeah, the the you know the capitulation, as they say, of as uh, I like to say, of DC United was uh, shocking, very very shocking. Yeah, I mean, they it's crazy that they. That's could, worse than losing three 0 Yeah, losing four yeah. three. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. With that, I, when you're up, especially when you're up three uh, 0 uh, But the the. Uh, the other game was great. I watched the second half and I watched, I uh, turned it on. I mean, and I'm like, yeah, this is not bad. Of a, and then all of a sudden Christian rolled on. Christian rolled on. Christian rolled on got the game winning goal uh, for, for against DC. Against DC. And then comes back and was like, yo, how about I drop two in two minutes, dog? <laughs> well, and it's well, kind of wild because I know a lot of people were disappointed for Christian rolled on for getting uh, sent off from uh, from the, the U.S. team. Um, well, I think that's, I I think he's using it as a positive because they I, said in the, they, the announcer said that he wanted to use this as an opportunity to take more of a, of um of a sort of like a cat, not captain, but like a leadership role. Yeah. yeah and, and, and just be a bit more upfront and be more forward and be more sort of in people's faces in, uh, and, and take those opportunities to shoot at the goal as opposed to just trying to connect. Well, please do more of it. Yeah. He was, you know, I, I, watching him, uh, you know, especially since, uh, L- Lodero wasn't there because he got the red card against, uh, DC. Right. You know, he was, he was playing, um, he Roldan for uh, uh, reminds me a lot of Mikey Lopez. He he sort of has that same responsibility, just more 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 de- more of a defensive responsibility. And I think uh, uh, the Sounders don't for for the the style that they play, they need him to be that, and they want Lodero to be up forward more uh, with the ball. Sure, but, but I think what we're seeing is that Roldan is like if you put him up front 
and give him a bit more responsibility, I think he can handle it pretty well. Same thing with Jovan Jones. I mean, I don't think anyone on the team has more assists than him, and he's a defender. He's, Jovan Jones is nuts. Yeah, he's incredible. He's uh, he's on a, another level this season. He's on one. Can we say that? <laughs> I'm on one. Is that not a DJ Khaled song? Oh, my God. I just gave him credit. It might be. Oh, yeah. He isn't doing anything. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> what did he do on that song? He didn't make the beat. He didn't rhyme. What did he, he do? He screams on it. He just sells, yells. You stuff. and I can do that. I'm, I'm I mean, just I'm sure he, he does. He does produce music. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. No. Well, I'm still buying his album. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> anyway, if your fans get start tweeting at Christian Roldan, help us get him. <laughs> Kale, Tropic Sounders, Tropic Sounders, Cuba. Do it in Spanish. <laughs> Yell at Ozzy. Tell Ozzy, oye, coño. <laughs> Dile al amigo tuyo que tiene que llamar a este, este, what are we? Un podcast. <laughs> I don't know. How do you say it? Is there a Spanish word for podcast? That's perfectly fine. Es un podcast. Esta gente son locos, pero mira, ya quieren hablar con ustedes. So, oh yeah, so in the, in the second game, Seattle did get, uh, they, they they did win 3-0 and, and held the lead. Yeah, they held the lead. San Jose, uh, who who were looking great in the in the Open Cup, are looking, the last, the last two games have been a nightmare. Atrocious. Leech, yeah, what are you doing? They lost 5-1 five to, five one to, to, one, to yeah. the Red Bulls and, uh, and losing 3-0, uh, so... I don't know what's going on. Shouts, speaking of Rebels, shouts to uh, the dude who runs uh, the Rebels Twitter. Mm. Daniel Royer got eight goals. Did you see what they posted? They posted? I did. I did see They it. put uh, Royer's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight goals in his bank account. <laughs> in his bank account. I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Hip hop and soccer. <laughs> it's happening, folks. Yeah. It's a happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I put, it's a good use of this reference. And, and uh, the dude retweeted and followed us. Look at that. How nice of so it. That was pretty dope. We followed him back. All right. We're getting, I'll, we'll I'll follow him in about a week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was great, dude. I'm, We're getting a little bit of love uh, for, for our social media skills. Absolutely. I mean, those guys, I mean, something like that. That's exactly the type of stuff that I want to see more of. Yeah, uh, a couple of the other... Like, why Why aren't we saying that, you know, Bradley Wright Phillips is bad and bougie? Why aren't we saying it? That's, I mean, it's, it's really a, a disgrace yeah. that we're not saying it. It needs to be said. <laughs> uh, a couple of the other um, uh, national game that was televised, uh, Vancouver and Portland. Yeah. Uh, Portland uh, went to this two to one. I mean, you know, this Cascadia region needs a better third member, I think. Are you talking about Vancouver? Yeah, <laughs> they need to they need to step it up. I mean, they're they're not having a terrible season. No, they played well against NYCFC. Um, That's right. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, they don't seem to be winning any of these matches, the Cascadia matches. I mean, uh, I, I was surprised uh, Portland actually did win this game. They were down everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, nobody was there. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> this, <laughs> was, uh, this was Sounders. Too. I mean, uh, Timbers too. <laughs> T two, uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll be back. I don't know if it's from that movie. Yeah, of course it's from that movie. No, I thought it was from Terminator 1. I'll Be Back is from Terminator 2. I don't think so. Uh, but I, I mean, I've seen Terminator 1, and I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, because it definitely, it definitely is in, ter- in Terminator 2. Nah, I don't think, I think you're wrong. Okay, well, uh, let's, let's not Google it, because <laughs> right. I do not care. Hold on, I'll look at it right now. <laughs> yep, his nickname is Taxi. <laughs> uh, but uh, Portland did uh, get this game 2-1, to one, and... Caleb Porter even sounded surprised. He was like, yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I had no idea. I mean, this I is... uh, but they, they, they got a, a goal and an, an assist from uh, the, the new kid, Jeremy Ebobise. Ebobise. Yeah. And uh, he had he had he had the, the goal uh, that he redirected in. Uh, but then he had the, 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 the goal for Sebastian Blanco. He had the assist on that. Right. Beautiful. 
back heel. Yeah. That Blanco. I mean, and uh, uh, the keeper just there was not. Was it Usted? It might have not been Usted that day. I think it was, I believe it was Usted. Because yeah, yeah, Blanco looked really excited to score. He hasn't been scoring that much. Yeah. I, Portland over the last their last couple of games, they've been uh, putting out. Uh, some some pretty poor results. Yeah, a uh, couple so, stinkers. Yeah, so I'm glad they're. Uh, hopefully they've righted uh, that ship a little bit. You also got dope pun. What you said? He's been ebo busy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did yeah, he's been getting ebo busy. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> okay, look, I'm just I'm just glad I can make you proud, Papa. Ah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a, a bunch of great games. I mean, I, I wish we can go over all of them. Uh, Minnesota, obviously, yeah, uh, losing. Again, uh, they're they're they're. I think Minnesota's they're like getting back to their early season form. Yeah, like, I think <laughs> I think Minnesota is like, yeah, please don't take that silver deal. <laughs> <laughs> they, so is DC United. Yeah, I mean, look, they they got a, a lot of stuff to sort out. But um, next, uh, we we'll end the show. But we'll uh, just mention we're gonna be in uh, Chicago uh, next week for the All Star Game. We're gonna be there from a Monday through wednesday pretty much we're gonna be leaving uh thursday morning but um we hit us up let's yeah, know let's... We're, we're trying to plan uh we're trying to there's a couple media things that we 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 have to do uh for the during all-star week but we we, we want to plan some stuff around that yeah yeah what's happening at night what's you know let's go grab food or something i, I got some dope places for us to go eat that's right we're, we're like very much uh a bit unorganized when it comes to uh this stuff so if anybody wants to send us some ideas or maybe even like a pickup game we, alexis you could play in a pickup game right any food ideas you guys have? <laughs> Anybody playing? You guys are playing. Well, Jimmy Conrad's having his uh, pickup. Jimmy game. Conrad. And now it's actually sponsored by AT and T. He's too big for us. It's too big. <laughs> we can't. Too much sauce. <laughs> I got speaking of too much sauce. Send us food places. <laughs> I got T-Mobile. I don't even know if I'm allowed in this uh, pickup game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna check your cell phone provider. Sprint. They're like, we just feel bad for you. Come on. In. You can go stay with the Metro PCS guys. Uh, it. Uh, you know, Jimmy Conrad's having a pickup game. It's a little bigger than what we're talking about. Yeah, but, but we just want to hang out with some of the you know the uh, listeners of the show uh so yeah tell us like what's what's the one like all right so like new york we always talk about like the chopped cheese you heard that when matt doyle was on like there's a couple things that happen in new york that's new york specific what is it about chicago everybody knows about the italian beef everybody knows about deep dish get out of here with that you know what is it is it the steak steak hoagie sweet have you heard of that before? The say what uh, what what hotel room is that? Oh, <laughs> the sweet. The steak hoagie sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Imagine that's the greatest hotel room. Of all that's the hotel room we need to be staying in. Uh let us know if you know any cheap Airbnbs. Yeah, that would be I mean, really helpful. Uh, obviously a couple of, uh, Dan Kuzer, uh, uh Nicole Hack. There's a bunch of people we out there. We should just be crashing on couch. We should stay with one person every night, a different person. <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? I got a friend named Jenna out there. She could probably put us up. She okay. know. she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's my it's my sister's friend. Uh, um, yeah, like, let us know, like, what is it that we should do? What is it that we should see while we're out there? We're not gonna have a ton of time, but we want to get down. We want to find out what that real, real, real Chicago is. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So uh, again, so we're going to be recording our yeah, podcast. Is Lil, is Lil Dirk filming a video? Let's go see. Let's go it's see. Lil, who? Lil Dirk. I don't know Lil Dirk. You don't know Lil Dirk? No. Mm. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. If, if uh, who's the other guy? Um, uh, Chief Keefe. Chief Keith, back in the day, <laughs> I have been sober. Love that joint. So, uh, so we, yeah, we are we are going to be out there. Uh, please hit us up uh, with any ideas, any suggestions, and we'll try to sort something out. And we'll uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up, and uh, and we'll schedule something. And because uh, we, we want to meet up with some people, we really, absolutely. Really do. So, because we, we appreciate you guys. So, uh, we we'll, we will be recording our podcast next week from 
uh, from Chicago. Uh, it's uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, we're we're literally praying and doing everything we can to get Dax McCarty. Uh, we're 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 efforting right now. Yeah, so we're doing everything we can. So hopefully that happens. And we, yeah, we want to get like some actual time with him as opposed to just like that big media thing where they all just throw microphones in people's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to get some real, real like just side. What's that sidebar? A little sidebar, yeah. yeah. Step, step up, approach the bench. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, because he will be getting judged for sure. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so thank you guys again for listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, uh, our interview with J- Julian Gressel. Make sure you follow him. Hit him up. Say thanks. I I heard you on the Cooligans, and I thought you were awesome. Yeah, let him know that you heard uh, heard him on here. That would be awesome. And uh, start to tweet at Christian Roldan. Let's try to get him <laughs> nine million. Yeah, tweet. we need to have like a we need to have like a, a Cooligans army. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? To do our bidding. Yeah, yeah. And also, and be violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to arm you <laughs> to the teeth. Mostly with tweets, though. Uh, yeah, but no, like, come on, Cooligans Army. Hashtag Cooligans Army. Let's get, let's get, if Bay can have a Bayhive, there's what? no reason why we can't have a Cooligans Army. That's right. Come on, get out there. Even if you're not a fan of, of Seattle, even if you're a Portland fan, Igor, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Tweet at Christian Roldan. Get him on the podcast. Leave the nasty stuff till after he's on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. Come on, man. Get these folks. And who else? Who else should we get on here? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would we should get to- Michael Bradley. We should get Josie Altador. We should get them all. I think Diego- everybody wears true socks. <laughs> Only true socks. <laughs> we got to call true socks and be like, yo, if you're going to rock these socks, you got to come on the podcast. Also, if you come on the podcast, you will be fined by us. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're going to be fined by us. 100%. Because you, even if you don't, even if you're just making the rookie minimum, you're making one of the Cooligans. <laughs> all right. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you so much for listening. Another episode of the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And we are the Cooligans!